everybody, and welcome. This is episode 13 of the Uncensored Anime Podcast, where we discuss and review all things about anime uncensored. Today is another very special episode. Um, not only is it special, it's super duper special because an Uncensored Anime Podcast first, not only do we have guests here, but we have two guests. Yay! They are, <laughs> they are Henry and Leslie, a.k.a. Nakama Collections. Welcome to the podcast. Very happy to have you both here. Yay! Uh, today, today <laughs> how are you guys feeling? You guys, you guys excited? Oh yes, yeah, we're yeah. super excited. We, uh, you know, we don't know what this is going to be about for the most part, besides fate. <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm a little I'm just, nervous. Yeah. But <laughs> fine. I'm just ready I'm to, talk to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to talk about fate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is it. Yeah, that's all we're. Yeah, we just need that, Leslie. That's all we need. <laughs> all right, awesome. Well, Jerry, why don't you cue us up with our? Well, we're going to get to their as a question that we ask all of our guests every guest podcast. Their top three anime. So let's just go ahead the and start with that. So most tough what? question you could be asked as an anime fan. What are your top three? And one thing I like to preface. I like to preface this because uh, some people take it one way or another, but. When we say your top three, it's your top three favorite anime. So um, we don't want, you know, I understand that sometimes your favorite anime isn't the best anime, right? So it's not the three that you think are the best anime of all time or the most critically acclaimed. These are the three, your most precious, your favorite anime of all time. So for both of you, I I expect the list to be different, but honestly, I don't know. Maybe you guys have the same top three. Uh, But what are your top three favorite anime of all time? So I'll let you guys take the rails. What do you guys think it is? Are you still thinking? Henry, go. On the spot. Go for it, Henry. Here we go. So, um, sheesh. (laughs) This is so hard. I mean, probably the hardest question you can ask an anime fan. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it really is. um, I think overall, I have to say, if... I don't know. I think I'm going to just say stuff. So One Piece has to be up there. <laughs> okay. There's no okay. specific order. There's just so many great yeah. anime yeah. out there. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. He said One Piece is somewhere in the top three. It's up there. Yeah. It's- <laughs> One Piece is up there. And I guess the reason why One Piece um, is just... it's. I've been through everything with One Piece, like, in a way. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so emotional. I love the story about it. You know, the progression the things that Oda has done, you know, as a creator mm-hmm. of One Piece, I think for us anime fans, it's like, I, it, he, he, like, we've had moments in One Piece where our minds were blown, like, you know, the mm-hmm. reveal whenever Shanks appeared in, in Marineford, you know, oh! yeah. and stuff like that. And, and going yeah. Mary. Oh, uh, I've Mary, never cried for a ship as much as I, that's, I, I haven't recovered yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> But yes, those emotional scenes are always. I mean, I can even just hands down that Ace's death is just every single time oh, we watch yeah. it, just tears. It's powerful. Spoilers for One Piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> even though he was written to die, like mm-hmm. off, like over, yeah. like he made him for that reason. It was just, it still got all of us. I think. Yeah. But oh yeah, for all those reasons. Um, and then. Hmm. <laughs> the other two. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm, okay, so I'm gonna go out and say probably Fate Limited Blade Works. Okay. Okay. Getting into the Fate franchise, I feel somewhat new still getting into the Fate franchise, still trying mm-hmm. to figure out everything to this day. Oh. <laughs> still trying mm-hmm. to figure out and connect everything. But I've watched it enough where I see UBW again and I'm like, God, this thing is a masterpiece. Like, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. UFO table did with fate and what they're still doing with fate is just top notch and that goes without saying we're so ready for heaven's heel part three part three yeah oh, it yeah. was delayed mm-hmm. right if if i know correctly wasn't it supposed yeah. to come out this year yeah it was yes it and mm-hmm. we finally got our tickets we're gonna watch it i'm trying not to think about it too much because i just want to <laughs> go in there and be blown away in a sense wow <laughs> Are but you no, gonna prep with the other two movies too? November, November we got 18th. It. We're gonna watch it oh. next week Friday or something like that. Oh, it's actually oh, it wow. is it's hitting the okay, so you're gonna be able to go see oh wow, I thought it got pushed all the way back to next Ooh. year. It's That's actually good. pushed back like more than twice, I think maybe three times. Jeez. So yeah. we just grab those tickets as soon as it hits. So <laughs> you're gonna go sit in a socially distanced theater and have to like mask up the whole time, but it's gonna be oh, an experience. Well. That's you for sure. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, I was going to say for the last one, the last Mm -hmm. pick, I mean, we all know how beautiful the story was, character development, Oku no Piku. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) We got to wrap it up, boys. This is actually all we have for (laughs) today. I didn't think we were gonna get to Boku. It only took David. It only took us thirteen episodes to get to Boku no Pico. So here we are. I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 like, I was like, wait, I legit don't know what that is. Oh, you know, oh, it went right over David's head. Kenny and I were like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. It's an instant classic. Okay, we can't deny. Oh man. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, for the last one, for the last one, uh, number three. Um, I think something a little different with every pick, but I would probably say and shout out to Leslie on this one because she's mm-hmm. the one that kind of got me into this genre. Mm. Um, Clanad. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Just the original, or that has made me cry. Also, that's mm-hmm. definitely yeah. one of. Is this a recent? Is this a recent thing, Henry? Like you watched Clan Ad recently, and it is um, now jumped no. to your top three. It's been a minute already. Okay. I would okay. Say, well, to jump up there, yeah, That's I would say like in my Instagram post. I don't know if you saw. Oh yeah. Tagged me, Dark Sage. He's the one yeah. that tagged me. Yeah, I know. Sage Char tagged had, me too. I had put Clan Ad on there, and um, I don't know. I just thought about it really hard. Anything that um kiyoani has done also like it's yeah. just i think they do such an amazing job with storytelling mm-hmm. and Clannad is just one of those and but, i um, have they um they had the they, that was the company that had the big fire that happened at their studio yeah. i think or, yeah. right yeah yeah mm-hmm, yeah i was about to say i don't know if they've even I, I assume they've recovered but i haven't i don't remember actually following up or reading about the story after like what happened but yeah clan ads i think a lot of people consider it a classic just because the uh yeah i mean hell the it's just one of those ones that just hits you i don't know it's just it yeah it's one of those it's one of those shows if pe- viewers if you haven't seen it uh it's worth it um i i you know i would cons- it's like a little slow in the beginning maybe is a word that i think i think some people especially that yeah. are maybe used to like Maybe if you're coming from the shonen genre, or if you, it's like your first time dabbling outside of that area, you might have a tough time watching through it. Because there's two, there, there's Clan Ad and then there's Clan Ad After Story, right? And then, yep. um, yes. yeah, yeah. And so I, I must say, I feel like there's, if you're coming from shonen or from some, and you've never given a shot, Clan Ad's a great show to start with, I think. It's one of those ones that's a good, like, oh, yeah. um, 
uh, segue into drama into um, a series like that. So yeah, good. Uh, damn, Nakama snaps. I didn't think we were going to talk about Boku no Pico and Clan Ad in the same episode <laughs> of the spot. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was also thinking about high school DND, prison school. <laughs> oh, this man's going straight top tier waifus. That's what we're doing. Uh, high school of the dead, maybe. No. Oh, that shows beautiful. They didn't do anything with it afterward. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Leslie. No. David's over here researching. So, David is like probably the least <laughs> like, researched. What? He's like he's like high school DXD. I don't know. Oh, I, I've, hey. I've seen that. Oh, come on, come on, come on now, come on. He's a, oh, okay, on. David. Um, okay, no, like, great. Every, so every episode, I'm always adding things to my queue. Uh, Leslie, I think that means it's your turn. What uh, I think yeah. now that I think Henry answered very clear. You know, we know exactly his top three now. Um, Leslie, what do you think? What's what's you, where are you at? Here? <laughs> oh, where I'm at. Um, mm. I would say it like like everybody says it's a very hard question but not necessarily because of your library of, of anime that you've seen but mm-hmm. because you got to think about what has impacted you the most what has stayed with you mm-hmm. throughout your adolescence throughout everything right so it's just the one where you could just go back remember and like wow that nostalgia hits you so for me definitely my favorite anime of all time and i'm going to have to say it's angel beats Oh, I didn't expect that. I didn't know that. It actually okay. is. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's my favorite anime of all time because it's actually the most watched anime mm. in my list. I've seen it over fifteen times. Wow! Oh, wow! The anime that I have seen more than anything, and then you know, it's just it's done a lot for me. And it was the first anime where I was like, wow! So there's not just a bunch of muscular men just fighting each other and throwing spirit volleys and all of that (laughs) i was like this is more suited to me in my feminine ways right right i felt like it was an anime that really propelled um my future taste in anime right so Mm -hmm. and i mean that intro also oh yeah yeah that's the immediate thing i thought of yeah it's really good so that one would definitely have to be in my top three the mm-hmm. second one, we have to all give it to the original 2006 Studio Dean animated Fate Stay Night. <laughs> okay. That is glorious to me. A lot of people don't like it because right. it was 2006. You know what? It's just anime yeah. was back then. Yeah. So Studio yeah. Dean was honestly, it was a big thing back then. You know, mm-hmm. that animation was, was just something that you've never seen in anime. So mm-hmm. to me, Fate Stay Night. I watched it when it first came out in 2006. Mm-hmm. I had knowledge of the visual novel whenever released in 2004. So mm-hmm. I'm always very savvy in it. So when I found out that that anime was coming out, I was like so excited. And I'm te- I'm talking to my cousins. They have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> All they know is Goku, Vegeta, and that's it. So oh I was, my like, lord! Yeah, I had that kind of that kind of upbringing. So um, all of that. So, Nichigo. Right, everything, everything. And so I love it. And then the third one, oh man, the third one is Canon. 
Oh. Okay. We're going to go back to, yeah, so the third one is Canon. A lot of Kyoani in there. I love yes. Kyoani. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, I would say Clanad too, but for me, Clanad definitely has hit the spot, and it's in my top five. Right. It doesn't smack to me like Canon does. Canon was also an anime that really impacted me, and not mm-hmm. it may not be everybody's favorite because some right. of the characters are a tad bit annoying. I will, I will admit to that. But it just, it's a sense of nostalgia and warmth that I get that I grew up with those characters. Mm-hmm. And then that after that, you know, big show hitters came out like Clanad, Charlotte, Angel Beats, like all of oh. that stemmed from yeah. Canon. Yeah, so they really do. One of them too. Mm-hmm. But three would definitely have to be Angel Beats, Fate Stay Night, and mm-hmm. uh, Canon. So that's awesome. Just- that's good. That's a good list. That's, that's like much. Yeah. That's a great. Kenny. Yeah, it's because Canon, you see, like, whenever her Nendra came out, oh, man, I forget. See, see, like, it, it's hard to. Yeah, I gotta get that one. Gotta. Like, her Nendra's actually releasing, so we pre ordered it, and yeah. I'm just, I can't. What, what was her name? That's. Uh, Yui. No, it's not Yui. Mm. Oh, man. I, love <laughs> I feel like that's one of my favorite lists that we've had on the show yet. I I love that, Leslie, because. Well, hey, I, I, you're going to hate me for this. Uh, I, ah, man, I don't know if I loved Angel Beats that much, but you don't, it's okay, you don't, have, don't hate me too much. I, I watched it, I watched it under some tough, okay, so when I was in college, I had these two buddies, and they were like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but they were the biggest Angel Beats fans, like, I've ever met. Like, they cosplayed as characters from Angel Beats, and they would always yeah. flame me, they would always flame me because... They were like, oh, Jerry, you like One Piece. And they're like, we like sophisticated anime like Angel Beats. And I was like, well, I was like, what's wrong with One Piece? Um, you know, so <laughs> they were really aggressive. And so they finally made me watch it. And I watched So I watched it. You know, I was like, I will sit down. I watch the whole thing. I'll give it a fair chance. I'll give it a shot. And I, honestly, it's not. It's a good. It's it's a really great bingeable. It's one of those shows you can watch in one. I watched it in one sitting. Like I did not. Like I sat down. I watched the whole show all the way through. I think it's got a great. It's got great characters. And it's one of those shows, so I really do, I think it's enjoyable, but it's like, man, but I don't know if I, but, and I see why, mainly because of the plotting of it, it it has that impactful, the ending is the strongest part to me. There's a couple episodes in the middle that are like, a little bit, uh, you know, they they had fun with the the characters. Yeah, Yeah. but the ending is super good. Um, and then that's where I could see why someone would say like, oh yeah, this is such an impactful show, especially if you watched it at a certain age or at a place in your life where like, that message is so important I, again I, and so i was like dang but i'm also like a shonen fanboy so i have to like i have and, to and I, <laughs> yeah. and I understand where you're coming from because mm-hmm. angel beats you know i would be the first to admit also it the story's there but sometimes it, it gets very it gets very stale i will yeah. admit that I mean, 13 episodes it's still good it's a good mm-hmm. watch again you know i would even recommend watching angel beats before clanad because with clanad oh yeah Oh, it's two seasons so you yeah. you have to you know kind of go through it and mm-hmm. and make sure you understand every episode to carry forward to the second season so i would recommend angel beats as a good watch to introduce you to kyoani yes. um definitely charlotte as well but angel yeah. beats you know does have a lot of weak points but yeah. you know i really like it because it, it just it's, it's just something i never saw at that point in time yeah. i never you know saw a show or a movie or an anime that really kind of 
did what Angel Beats did, which is the afterlife, because that's always mm -hmm. kind of like a touchy subject. So the way Angel Beats mm -hmm. kind of introduced mm -hmm. that concept, at least at the time where I heard about it, I feel mm -hmm. like it was like, wow, what am I watching? You know, so it was yes. definitely something great. Um, but it does have its weak points. It yes. does. And you know what? That's why I love it even more. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. I have to play. If my two buddies from college hadn't like, I feel like if I had watched it naturally and it wasn't like these two, you know, my two friends that were just like, Jerry, you have to watch Angel Beats. You have to watch Angel Beats all the time. Then I think I would have had a better time with it because I was like, why are you guys like on this so much, man? They like, they, they cracked me up. They're two of the coolest kids, but, uh, kids, they're my age. I don't know why I'm calling them kids. Two of the coolest guys. Uh, but, uh, it's just funny that they were so into Angel Beats. I don't even know why, like, I can't even remember why, like they loved it so much they just did they were just like oh my god angel beats all the time uh there's also one anime that always gets hate and i still don't know why like i was even talking to henry and i don't know mm -hmm. if y'all heard of vampire night i think i think she she has to know she has to know she has to know like it's zero oh my god Buddy, what's up? It's our favorite. The Vampire Night Podcast. The Vampire Night Podcast. Oh, wait. She actually. Oh, she actually has it. Oh, oh. David. David. Vampire Night. Vampire Night. The complete collection. Oh, the ultimate grail. Holy yeah. crap. Leslie, you just blew the top off. I didn't expect this. Oh my gosh, she has so much. Guys, oh, this is crazy. Okay, so <laughs> Henry, if you don't know the story. <laughs> what I love about Leslie is that when she's really into something and I'm she wants it. to co collect a certain thing about that anime or whatever, she mm -hmm. really dives in. Like That's she amazing. Everything. That's I mean, crazy. That's Oh That's my god. Amazing. So if you, Henry, if you don't know the story, so um this is a great time to read. So I think we've only told the story on either episode 1 or the, one of the earliest podcasts we did. So essentially when David and I were little 14-year-olds, we were freshmen in high school. Um I was really into anime already and Tibbs was like getting into it, I guess. And we first met uh, because we had a couple mutual friends, people like that, and I met him, and he was carrying around volumes of Vampire Night. He was like this, you know, this, and I was so confused because for me, I was like, and he was introduced to it by like his friends that were all girls at the time, and um, yeah, because wasn't like Erica, someone from your yeah, middle school, Eric, yeah. like got him on it, and I was like, David, this yeah. is the like, what a weird anime to like get into. I was like, bro, like what? So we just joked that David, like, David's taste in anime. Oh yeah, I was like. David and he was like he was like bro I like it he was like it's good it's good um and I was like no so we joked that David's anime taste was shaped by Vampire Night that's how he's yeah. he has had to he's had to grow out of Vampire Night that was his bay but we've uh Kenny and I have actually never seen it we just know bits and pieces yeah. about it every um, every week though we mention Vampire Night yeah. on podcast. <laughs> we've it's now brought it up every single episode it's, it's, yeah, every single yeah. episode we bring up Vampire Night to the one of our friends bought that plushie for David and mailed it to him anonymously yeah. um, after yeah. we kept doing it. The, yeah, so that's such a great – that's so funny that you have all that stuff, Leslie. I'd have never guessed. I love it. I, I, Look, I, I love Vampire Night. Saw it again. See, I'm the type of person where if I like it at that time mm -hmm. and period, I will watch it if, like, it hasn't been released. Like, I read the manga first, you know, and then watch right. the anime. So to mm -hmm. me, like, Vampire Night has always been there and – I kind of agree because that actually is what propelled 
you know, my love for that type of supernatural romance genre. Yeah. Hello, do y'all know about Oh, my, I've heard of it. I've never seen it, obviously. No, <laughs> Should I watch it? No. I love it. So okay. It's great. And the story gets even better in memories. And again, that's just for somebody that's Mm. already kind of suited to that type of genre in anime. So you'll understand, like, Mm. it has cheesy tropes. It has everything that you want in an anime that was made in 2008 for, like, a shoujo category. And it's amazing. Yes, that's so fun. Yeah, one day, our joke. Yeah. A thousand Thousand. subscribers, and and we'll watch. Vampire Night on stream <laughs> and end with a live stream review. If we Night. get, if we were to ever get a thousand it's subscribers, one of the goals. We have joked yeah. that we will live stream our viewing of Vampire Night. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, everyone, go subscribe to the Uncensored Anime Podcast. Get us to a thousand so that we can uh, we can get the. Oh, oh, okay. This is a running joke. Also, every week Kenny disconnects randomly. We don't know what's wrong with his internet, but every week it has happened. And at first, I was I used to edit it out, and now I've just started leaving it in. So it's a running joke. Kenny just bops in and out at least once. I don't know what it is. Um, okay, great. Well, thank you guys. So, uh, honestly, guys, great. That's some of my favorite top three animes. I yeah. am a big fan. I think especially uh, Canon. Can, how do you can, Canon? 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 I'm always like, it's so weird. I remember watching that show as a kid as well. Um, and I have only slight memories of it, and I I want to go back and revisit it. And you saying it's in your top three makes me consider going back and taking a look at it. But also just the uh, the diversity of the six like the six anime that the two of you named is just great. Um, yeah. And obviously, I've actually seen Fate Stay Night. The original one is the only one I've seen. Uh, I haven't seen anything past Same. that. So, um, yep. that's why I, I think my plan is to watch Unlimited Blade Works eventually, especially after we have some of this conversation lately. Um, cause, uh, I really would like to get into, oh my God. So, um, so my question, what I want to hear from you guys, um, is about this. So what exactly was the starting point, right? How did you guys end up, you know, for me, it's like, I, I like to hear where the origin is. Like, how did you guys end up so deeply into anime that your content has essentially become, you know, what you do uh, on the internet is all focused on anime at this point. So what has led you to this point? How did we get to um, this this moment? And uh, do you have any fun childhood stories about anime or anything about that that maybe, you know, if you guys were into it when you were young or if you got into it later, um, you know, where, where did it come from? How did we end up here? For both of you, you guys can answer together separately, whatever. Nakamas, tell me, what, how did we end up here? How did we end up with anime as the foundation of our, of our internet existence? So I think for me, when I was younger, I was definitely more into the shonen stuff, but heavily into stuff like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm-hmm. And I can mm-hmm. really, like, it's crazy how, like, we say Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! And nowadays... We talk about the TCG and Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I, I think I heard you, Jerry, saying mm-hmm. something about talking about the TCG. Yeah. Well- <laughs> but, um, it's crazy how big it's gotten. But for me, whenever I used to watch anime, I was deep. Man, I've been waiting for Ash to win the freaking, <laughs> <laughs> what's it called? The championship. And Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there, it finally happened. And now he's like the mentor type of character for the main character. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it took you guys. How many years, how many decades for us to finally win the league? Yep. But I, for me, anime was probably, it started that way. I remember the first time I watched One Piece, mm-hmm. it was the four kids dub. Oh, yeah. I think the same oh, for all of us. Yago, yeah. Yago, Yago, Yago. His name but is Luffy. I, 
I'm grateful for four kids because it introduced me to One Piece in a way. You know, mm -hmm. back then all I had was yeah. all we had was a TV, and mm -hmm. I just turned it on, and it was like Saturday night or Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, you know, I used to play all the time, and I was watching One Piece. You know, whatever else four kids dubbed also. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's just something that's been with me all my life. If we're yeah. talking about just anime overall, a hundred percent. Um, I've always kept up with it. Of course. I pick and choose sometimes what I want to watch. What I do is, you know, let's say somebody recommends me an anime. I'll watch the first episode. And if I'm interested in it, I'm like, all right, I'll keep watching it. If not, mm -hmm. I'll just jump to something else. Mm -hmm. Because there's just so much anime. And there's a lot of great ones out there that I know I haven't seen yet. There's so much anime that, I mean, we, we, lo we lose count, you know, really fast. Right, trying yeah. to come up with all, you know, different stuff to watch. But mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel for me, anime has been something that's been with me all my life. Dang. Uh, and yeah. Now wait, Henry, do oh. you have like, do you have siblings or like anyone in your life that was like into anime when you were little or like, was it just you? So I, I have one sister, uh -huh. but she like currently right now, she's not into anime. If you try to make her watch an anime, she won't Look watch it. it. <laughs> And it was interesting though. It was interesting that we were talking about like the Kill Annie, you know, animes mm -hmm. that are out there. Mm -hmm. I would say that those are really good starting points for people probably like my sister because she mm -hmm. wouldn't go out of her way yeah. and watch a shonen anime with over one hundred episodes. Right. <laughs> she won't do that, you know. But something she wouldn't that's... even let us play an opening. Can you oh. believe that? Criminal. She said, <laughs> "Yeah, that's what we yeah. love the most." Opening, damn it, we love the opening. We love opening. Yeah, I also, for me, it was a little different. I would say, you know, my parents were like, "Ah, oh, no," because I grew up in a Hispanic family, mm -hmm. you know, so they always said, "Ah, oh, no, son cosas del diablo, son cosas del demonio." I know you probably guys. I don't know if you guys. Understand I don't know that. what that. No, no idea. I, I don't David might be the closest. <laughs> No, uh, I, I, you know, they just didn't like me watching too much TV and stuff like that, you know. Oh, so yeah, I wouldn't okay. watch the anime or a show like that, you know. It was on my own time, or I had to do it just by myself. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I don't know. It's I've always watched anime. And, That's cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you found the internet just graced you with it, Henry. They were like, they were like, <laughs> here's anime, and you said, oh my god, I'm in love. You saw your Thank first. You. <laughs> you accidentally opened up like high school DXD or something while you were 12 years old, and you were like, well. Game over. Oh, this is yeah. it. Yeah. Where are my tissues at? Um, yeah. No. <laughs> oh my god. All right, Leslie. What about I mean, you? So for yeah. me, it was actually more of a, a happy accident how mm. I started watching anime because I'm actually from California. I was born in California, and then I moved oh. here in around 2007. So I've been here for a bit, but uh, the way it happened, I used to go over to my cousin's house a lot. And so my cousins, you know, just like big old bunch of them, it's just five, you know, one girl and then four guys. So mm -hmm. you obviously know that at that time, you know, guys, at, you know, I feel like guys were always into anime as kids. I just mm -hmm. feel like it's very, it, it was just common, you know, mm -hmm. at least where I was from. And so uh, what happened mm -hmm. was I, I've always been a tomboy, at, you know, when I was growing up. So I always one of the cousins, you know, mm -hmm. like, you want to go play dolls? No, I want to watch, you know, I don't know, right. whatever was going on, Dragon Ball Z, yeah. everything, right? So, but mm -hmm. the way it happened was um, my brother and I, we were going to go to my cousin's house and we were at a walking distance. Mm. So my brother was like, you know what? I'm just going to stay home. And I was like, well, I'm still going. So I actually, I was running there. And so then <laughs> I had this bad habit of not knocking and just opening the door. 
And mm. so I always got in trouble for it because I'm just like going in, opening, and I'm like, hey, I'm here. And it's like, you're not wanted, go home. <laughs> but, um, so what happened was that I went in, I opened the door, and I looked to my left, and, you know, my, my family had like these like really big couches, and they had this, you know, those really old big kind of like flat screen TVs, but they had like mm-hmm. the big back to them, you know? Right. Like, oh, yeah. So they were, they were watching Dragon Ball Z. I didn't know mm-hmm. what that was, but they were watching that. And so then I was like, whoa, like, what is that? Cause it, it was actually the episode where, uh, uh, I think it was Super Boo when he was holding mm-hmm. up Gohan and he was about to absorb him. Mm-hmm. It was that, it was that episode. <laughs> and so I was, wa- episode. I was yeah. like, he was like, hey, <laughs> it was like, yeah. <laughs> and it was actually in Japanese. It wasn't dubbed. Oh wow! So, oh, okay. It was in Japanese, and so uh-huh. I was watching. And I was like, "Whoa! Like what? This is mm-hmm. way better than like Legos and all that stuff." And I'm like, "What's going on?" <laughs> the yeah, all, all the Barbies, Brad like, dolls. Uh-huh. And so I was like watching with, and I'm like, "Oh crap! What is this?" And so then my cousin was like, "Oh, Leslie, come sit and watch." And I was like, "What is this?" And they're like, "Oh, Dragon Ball Z it's an anime." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Whoa." I've never seen anything like this. And so we we're watching, watching. Then later, you know, after episodes kept going on and stuff, and they're like, we're going to go play outside. Are you coming? And I was like, shh, no, I'm not coming. I'm going to, I want to, I want to see what happens in season nine. And, you know, so, yeah. so uh, pretty much that's how I was introduced. It was uh, more of a happy accident where I just forgot to knock and just open saw. And I was, you know, uh, admire, I, like, I just loved it. I, right. I adored everything of it. And then slowly after that, I started realizing that, you know, they weren't the only ones that watched anime because it mm-hmm. was the first time where I was like, this is something that I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was more of a culture shock because mm-hmm. I was always used to just like Spanish TV or English mm-hmm. TV, but it wasn't something Japanese. You know, I've never heard that language before, which mm-hmm. is crazy because my town was primarily Asian, mm-hmm. Philippine, mm-hmm. Japanese people, like, but I've never been exposed to that language. So I right. felt and then i remember uh two days later i'm still so fascinated by it and i'm like i need to know more but i don't have a phone i'm like six. Oh yeah <laughs> <So> yeah <I'm- laughs> little leslie I- um <laughs> right? and i go to my cousin's house and it's an it's a, an older cousin that i had and i go in and i'm like oh hey like i'm here can i get something to drink because we all live very close together right and so uh-huh. the cat's in the fridge and then i go to the fridge i come back and i notice he's watching Cowboy Bebop, but I didn't know what that was. Oh, wow. It's the episode, it's the last episode, you know, whenever sitting in front of his TV with the folding chair, like, you know, like those regular, like outdoor chairs, and he's watching and he's like this, and he's like, and just like (laughs) sniffing and just, oh my god, down. And I'm like, you good. And then you, I just see, like, you know, the, the, uh, see you next. Right? Like you know, like the yeah. Last see you, time. see you, space oh. cowboy. Mm-hmm. See you, space yeah. cowboy. Mm-hmm. And then once that pops up, he like turns over to me and he's like, "That's the best fucking shit I've ever seen." What was that? Is that? I'm guessing that's also anime. And he's like, "How did you know?" And then his eyes came up. He's like, "Finally, somebody cultured." Yes. To and I'm like I'm sick, but okay. So, <laughs> that's kind of how it all happened. That's crazy. That's amazing. That's my wow. favorite. That's <laughs> I just love that you caught that man in his critical moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was watching Spike, man. 
<laughs> that's hilarious. That's great. That's I love to hear stories about how people get in. You know, for us, mm. like the three of us on the podcast, like Kenny and I have pretty much been around anime since the. I mean, since the day we were born. Our we have an older brother who's been in anime, and my dad as well, who's been in anime since long before we were. Um, so you know, ever since the '90s, we've had this exposure to it. I mean, uh, to the point where like Kenny and I used to record anime on VHS tapes. You know, we used yeah. to like freaking, uh, I used Escaflone. to, yeah, I mean, I don't want to get caught by the cops or nothing, but I used to, you know, I used to torrent, torrent some anime back in the day when, when it was all, when I had to fan subs, you know, um, I have like probably like a terabyte of torrented anime sitting around somewhere in my room still. Um, because yeah, like the only way we could watch it was through fan sub websites and you had to use torrent clients. You had to use, you know, all this stuff to get a hold of it back then. And I was, I could not, I don't know what it was, but even middle school me was like, uh, like I couldn't watch dubbed anime. Like I immediately became like one of those yeah. snotty. I was like one of those snotty kids. Like you know, here I am, like eleven years old, and I was like, I only watch anime in Japanese. Um, and you know, people were like, what's wrong? So like me and Kitty, you know, we we all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I used I used to bring Bleach to school with me because I Bleach was like my favorite when I was a kid. I thought it was so cool, and uh, I used to bring my Bleach manga, and I'd watch my Bleach subbed subtitled on you know illegal websites what anime uh what was uh, kiss anime like all those you know i used to love that stuff i torrent it r.i.p um yeah r.i.p kiss anime um uh but i don't know so it's so cool to hear people's like sort of like starting story like where you know where it comes from because uh, anime has touched is it, it is a medium that has impacted um worldwide in ways that i think i don't even know if the medium understood what it like what it was going to become when it started you know when you look at the 60s, the 50s, when anime first started to breach uh, outside of Japan at all, um, it's so interesting to see the cultures that have built up around it um, and how it has globalized our world and how we, we now live in a world where we're, we're getting access to anime from Japan within hours of it airing in Japan and, and subtitled and also simul dubs, which blow my fucking mind. Um, I still yeah. don't know why how that became a thing, but someone was like, "We're gonna dub that anime so fucking fast. Um, they're gonna get it in English tomorrow." Um, that blows my mind. Like that's, I, I think that's crazy. Um, but the access to anime has certainly, I, I you know, as twenty something year olds, it's like I can't even imagine going back in time and having to relit. Like the kids today have it so good if they want to get into anime, they have it so good um, yeah. compared to us back then. We had to stumble on our cousins uh, watching it. <laughs> Um, you know, me, I'm like, I have to go at seven o'clock. You know, they're showing it. I gotta go. So I feel I, like there was a period, like even go, even I remember a little bit more now too, mm -hmm. like in middle school or high school, where it was kind of like a taboo subject. Oh, oh, wow. oh yeah. Being an anime like, fan, like that, that was real. That mm -hmm. was real. Like, well, I never said back it. in the days, you know. Yeah, it's. I always talk about how like it's weird, but like the Marvel Cinematic Universe gave us the opportunity to like be nerds in public like it, before yeah. that i feel like before like 2009 like it was super taboo to be like into anything especially because everyone just assumed anime was just porn they didn't think it was uh, you yeah. would meet someone and they would just be like they'd be like honestly you're just watching porn they would just assume it was all porn um and you're like oh no no um so i don't know the mar i always talk about how um mcu did it did something for even for anime fans i think that it gave us an opportunity to just be once everyone realized that they loved, you know, weird stuff, nerdy stuff, we were all set free. It was like we were all able to finally talk about it in public. Um, uh, yeah, but I, I don't know. Hide it, though. Yeah, mean, Kenny, Kenny watches it, so much that it's just he can't. <laughs> yeah, 
I it put hurts. my figure away whenever girls come over. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I, I hide it. Okay. I don't know, David Kinney. What do you guys think, David Kinney? Here? Yeah, what do you guys oh. think, David Kinney? No, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I agree. I mean, we we talked about this before on the podcast, where mm -hmm. you know, like us in high school. I mean, we all went to the same high school. Yeah. And during school hours, I mean, unless we were just like in our tight knit group of friends, we mm -hmm. would we wouldn't talk about anime at all no. because mm -hmm. there was just the you know, if you watched it or in, involved with it in any way. You are a hella nerd, you know, mm -hmm. blah blah blah, and you get shunned or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now, realm, bro. yeah, but now <laughs> things like my hero realm. that everyone knows my hero, everyone knows Demon Slayer. Um, it's like it's cool now to like watch anime to watch those shows, and if you don't watch them, it's like what rock are you living? In type Literally, of thing. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's it's interesting how like quick it, it's flipped. Yeah. Yeah. You probably I wouldn't. Remember, like, oh, go, oh, Leslie. Sorry, go. No, you go. Oh, no. I was going to say, I remember, you know, I always try to use anime as a way to make friends in, in like intermediate school. And I think one time you know, I was I was always also the girl that, you know, had the Hatsune Miku crossbody mm. you know, filled with like manga and like two pencils and then no homework. Cause mm. I, it was it couldn't fit with the mom <laughs> there. Right. So mm -hmm. I remember yeah. one time I actually tried to like make a friend at that point because it was really hard because, you know, all you want to do is kind of be by yourself, watch anime. You don't really you know, want to, you know, talk to people that you kind of feel wouldn't be into it because that was mm -hmm. just the time, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I remember talking to this girl next to me in class and I'm like, you know, she's just like drawing and, you know, doing all this. And, you know, for some reason I, I connected anime and drawing when she was drawing like SpongeBob. And I was like, oh, maybe, you know, so I gave it a shot and I was like, so <laughs> do you like, you know, like stuff like anime? And I was like, you like Hatsune Miku, and I remember pulling up my my crossbody. And then she was like, no, I don't. You're like, and then she was like, I do, and I was like, yeah, me too. And I'm like, but you know, you should, you know, have you heard like, you know, what a Vocaloid is, like this and that. She was like, yeah, go to the restroom now. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, you go do that. And I just kind of said, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not talking about. She said, I'm gonna head out. I I'm gonna head out, and I was like, yeah, I might too. Yeah. And how weird like, is it that now, like, Hatsune Miku has performed on, like, late night television in America? Yeah. Um, yeah. My girl it's like, is like, she's probably freaking out right now. She's probably the number one fan of Hatsune Miku. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not into it. Me. I was, it, was, it was me. Girl. It was me, Dio. Um, no. <laughs> That's awesome. Wait, have, you guys, have you guys watched JoJo's? We also have to ask. Yeah, have I must say. Have you guys seen JoJo's Bizarre Adventure at all? I still have not gotten back into it. I'm still stuck on season one, episode five. I, I, what? Oh, no! I, I mean, I've seen some clips, but I haven't, you know, gone into it. Um, I, I'm just too bait. I'm too busy rewatching Fate. Right? Oh, <laughs> oh, hush. Of course. I'm too busy. Rewatch. No, and she's serious. Yeah. Like, she's just serious. talking about Vampire. Like, Vampire Night, I haven't seen either. Mm -hmm. But... I've, every time Leslie rewatches Vampire Night, I'm either playing a game like I'm playing Battlefront 2 on my PS4 or something, mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, then she's yeah. watching Vampire Night. I turn to the right like it's four hours later. Oh my lord! <laughs> she's still on. I'm like, what? You're again Vampire I'm like, Night? I have to rewind. Thing. I and missed what he said. The next oh. day, <laughs> always rewatching animes that she's seen already. And Jesus. I can't help 
it just sticks to you. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, that's, I got, I like dedication. what I like. I like what I like and I don't need anymore. I don't need, I'm all, <laughs> yeah. I like what I like. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, JoJo's don't need it. Well, you guys should both watch JoJo's eventually if you get the time. Yeah. It is certainly, it is a show that is a, 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 a I, I, mm, I don't know how best to put it, but we've, we, you know, we did a whole other podcast, almost two hours talking about hours, the relevance, right? the history, the importance. It is a show that is, just one of those things that I think has such cultural depth that uh, it's it's really impressive. So give it a shot. Uh, give it another chance. A lot of people do give up, honestly, in the early parts of it um, because yeah. it can be a little slow in the first arc, uh, the first 10 it, episodes. The, the, but, the um, earlier parts are its weakest, but every part yeah. just gets better and better. It gets yeah. better and better and better and better yeah. as you yeah. continue to watch. Yeah, you guys would enjoy it, I think. If I may add, I know mm-hmm. I've been talking a lot, but if I may mm-hmm. add, I actually, you know, I think that the Jojo story is actually really, really good. And mm-hmm. I love the complexity of it. You have mm-hmm. to, you know, watch and you have to watch with the intent of understanding what you're watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love yeah. that anime where it's not just what it seems. You know, mm-hmm. there's much more mm-hmm. than that. It's not just big muscular guys fighting each other. There's there's something going on and it's deeper than what you think it is. So mm-hmm. I always like that. And I feel Jojo's has that because even I, I think one time I tried to research like the family tree because there were just mm-hmm. so many characters that correlate to each other. And I was yeah. like, yeah. no, I want to understand you know, and so I was just like researching it, and I was like, "Wow, like this is bigger than than a meme." You know, yeah, this is oh more, yeah, yeah, more important and relevant to you know the anime community these days. So to me, I was like, "Wow," I mean, and I read the story too, and you know, I was watching some clips, and, and I was like, "Wow, this is really—it's a pretty powerful anime story-wise." Oh, it's Oh, yeah. you, will, is you will love insane. it it's again especially in part four part five the story becomes more and more integral to the yeah. to the to the yes. way the show moves and you start to realize like oh yeah this is a world that Iraqi has built that is uh a ma- it's massive it's immense there's tons of little things that have existed within it and uh, he often also forgets some of the things that he, yeah, he forgets he has oh, a terrible he habit he, his world right? is so big unlike Oda who is like Oda's the mastermind of like a world that is super concise and precise. He he never forgets when he did something and why he did it. And you see him bring it back Oda. up. Eight hundred chat. Yeah, yes, yeah. we we Oda, praise Oda. Goda. Goda, uh, Goda Sensei. Um, no, for me, it's like Oda is the master of being able to integrate story into character. Just beautifully done. Um, okay. Uh, I have another question for you two, and I I'm curious about this because I I'm this is a person. It's one that I've been thinking about, and I was like, oh, I got to ask them while they're on the podcast. So. Henry, when you started the channel, the, your YouTube channel, Nakama Collectibles, right? And it, it's been called that since the beginning, if I remember correctly, right? Or something of that. If not, I want to hear... It Clearly, to me, you had an intent to go into anime-based content with that name. Um, but also, how did you end up in this version of the channel that now is sort of both of you together? Because in the beginning, Leslie was not as involved in it, to my understanding, right? Um, at least from when I used to watch. I don't know if she was behind the camera. Um, but, uh, you know, how did we get to where it is now? And how is... Because you guys make just anime. I mean, it's pretty much become 100% content based on anime. It, it is collectibles-based, anime collectibles, but um, you guys have sort of moved into this zone of, like, being an anime-focused collectibles channel. Um, how did it get there? How did we... Why, you know, how does that a thing? Because you guys are content creators as well. Uh you know, and that's important to me. I want to hear, um, you know, a- the anime content world is really weird. In my opinion, it's, 
it has lots of little silos. Uh, whether you're a manga creator, whether you know whether you talk about manga, whether you make video essays, whether you make uh, commentary videos, you know, there's kind of different silos within the anime community on YouTube and in the world. So I'm curious, how did you guys get there? How did we end up as Nakama Collectibles as it is today? So it's funny you ask that, but we weren't, or the channel wasn't called Nakama Collectibles from the beginning. So in the beginning, my channel was called Daleva. It was mm. a gaming channel. So if you go back to like the beginning of the channel and see the oldest videos, it's me playing games. And don't go wow. back and because I, I'm terrible. I have to. We all have to go do that <laughs> now. We have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and say that. So yeah, but were they like let's plays? Huh? Were they like let's plays or like reviews or walkthroughs? I played Doki Doki uh, Literature. Club. Oh yeah, I was even oh. playing Doki Doki at one Oh, that's golden content. That's golden. Whatever I had for the PlayStation, like whatever system I was playing on, even mm -hmm. on PC, I was playing Far Cry. I played Call of Duty on there. Mm. You can find Star Wars Battlefront two videos on there. Oh wow, <laughs> pain. Um, but got to a point. I think I remember. I still remember it back in 2018. I think it was my channel wasn't yet like a year old. Mm. It was about to be a year old, and then 2018 came by SDCC. Funko Pops came into my mm. life. So, oh. me, Funko Pops, I don't hate him or anything like that, even though I did, like, Funko Pops. Yeah, he quit. Boys, um, he quit. He's out. I'm tired. The game, bro. I think the Switch was, you know, from a gaming channel to, like, a collectibles channel. Mm -hmm. you know? And so, Funko Pops kind of came in, and I started collecting lots and lots of Funko Pops. All the Funko Pop videos started in the channel, and I really went hard in it. And then, um, eventually, Leslie... I don't know what point we got into fate and she started introducing me to the fate series and I completely fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. Then I found out that, you know, there's skill figures out there. There's some really awesome figures of some of the fake characters that I love, especially, you know, when it comes to the waifus and mm -hmm. stuff like that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, you know, kind of, that's a little bit of a time span. So it started as a gaming channel. It was called Daleva, which was, mm -hmm. it's kind of just the mix of my last name and, I don't know, just the mix of my last name. It was just, a, yeah. <laughs> When uh, eventually, like in the middle of, you know, collecting Funko Pops, I switched the two Nakama collectibles. Mm -hmm. And they're on, well, it's been known as Nakama collectibles. Right. Much. And it's kind of crazy the way it started because, you know, he just kind of out of nowhere told me, like, I really you know, want to make a YouTube channel and, and mm. I want to you know, do something that I like and just, you know, put it up and, you know, just for me to watch. It was it was never meant to to be something like it is now. I mean, not that mm. we're big, but, you know, we have a small audience and, yeah. you know, we, we care about yeah. that audience that watches us faithfully. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it started as that gaming channel. And yeah. I remember, like, how are we going to do this? Because even though it's a channel, I don't think people that don't have a YouTube don't understand that you know, it takes work to put up a banner. It takes work to do all of that, especially because YouTube is the settings. Is, it's kind of wonky. So you have to, mm. you know, kind of research it a bit. Uh, it's so annoying. And, and yes. so the way I told him, I was like, well, you know, I mean, I'm not, I took like a semester of graphic design. So I was like, I could just make your, your banner and, you know, your little logo, like your icon. And then, you know, we can, we can take it from there and you can just, you know, start cranking out uh, let's plays. Cause that's what he wanted to do at the time. And so, mm. you know, kind of grew from that doing let's plays and, um, it, it, like he said, it transitioned into Funko Pops, you know, he said, mm -hmm. you know, we went, 
we went to GameStop, saw Funko Pops, and he was like, I, ooh, I really want to get some. He got them, and, and it kind of turned into a thing. I think the reason why Funko Pops is because I saw how many um, different licenses they have. Yeah. yeah. All the different animes that you could get that, you know, were Funko Pop characters, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to get addicted to this pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially because uh, it was affordable, too, and yeah. it's something you can yeah. yeah. It, yeah the yeah. buy-in is not that high for funko pop mm-hmm. so i was like anime figures are like sometimes very expensive and you're yeah. like okay maybe i don't want that one but funkos are like 12 bucks you're like oh okay mm-hmm. yeah it's such an easy buy right mm-hmm. and then after like funko pops you know it just started growing more and i was always behind the scenes you know just right. helping stuff and then you know i kind of you know we I guess I just felt like, oh, let me be in a video. He would tell me, hey, just be in a video with me. It'll be fun for us. And so I was like, okay. And it kind of just started like, you know, small videos where I was in it. And then, you know, just it kind of went more into anime as soon as I was like, wait, we can do something with this. Like, let's Mm -hmm. actually put in some anime in it. Because I told him the only way I'm going to be reoccurring is if there's anime. I remember telling them, like, I'm not going to be in it to talk about Funko Pops, Harry Potter. Mm. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be in it if it's an anime pop. So, you mm. know, I think the first, you know, he did the anime top 10 and then yep. One Piece wave and then My Hero wave and those waves started coming out. I wasn't in all of them, but I was in some of them. Yeah. You know, I just felt like, hey, like, I really like this. Sort of sneak it in. Right. Yeah. One, my thing is, like, I'm not going to be in it if I don't like, you know, what I guess personal interest if that's not what mm-hmm. i'm into i don't want to be that sore thumb there just kind of like mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty or yeah mm-hmm. it's cute yeah. But like i don't like that if i'm going to talk about it you're going to hear all of it you're going to hear it passionately right so yeah, that's kind of how yeah. we started getting in it and then i told him i was like have you seen fate my guy he <laughs> <laughs> <And then laughs> was like i don't know what that is and i remember just like on netflix and i was like oh you should probably watch this kind of like you know like hinting it and he was like unbothered reading like one piece because I was like, you know, let's get you into it. And so he started watching it religiously. Like, we were just binging it. I was, like, on my fourth binge already. Oh, my <laughs> He started liking it and liking it even more like I did. And then we were like, hey, let's uh, let's actually, you know, incorporate this into the channel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was during the time where he said, you know, I, uh, let's just, you know, kind of stop with Funko Pops. And mm-hmm. it was a decision that was, you know, kind of subtly made already before that video. It was, yeah. it was a conversation way before the making of that video it wasn't something like hey i just want to do it stop no because it takes time you know you dedicate mm. yourself to collecting uh you know a certain item and then you're just like you know i, I don't want to give it up like that you know like mm. if you were to tell me hey leslie stop collecting fate figures stop collecting all of this that's not an easy decision because mm-hmm. that's that's what i've invested my time money oh, yeah, and everything so that's not gonna happen and so. they're so cool yeah, exactly. how can you get rid of it? It's so oh, cool. Like, oh, she looks hot. She looks Look. cute. So, like, it's not gonna happen. And, and you know, that's kind of how Nakama Collectibles is. And yeah. you know, we we sat together and we're like, okay, let's make a good banner, let's make you know some characters, let's actually put something into this. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's where our banner came out and everything. So it, it was a process to you know get it where it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was crazy because honestly, if it wasn't for Funko Pops, I think it wouldn't have given us the creative kind of push mm-hmm. to really do something, you know, with anime. And mm-hmm. I think people don't give Funko Pops credit because it's so easy to collect and it has a lot of what you like. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you can doubt it all you want, but mm-hmm. it has something you like. So when you have it, it's like, I want to keep going more. And so definitely Funko Pops really shaped Nakama collectibles mm-hmm. to what it is now. 
you know, an open collectible channel dedicated to fate, you know, mm-hmm. and other things, you know, through time. But mm-hmm. it, you know, Nakama Collectibles has gone a long way. And actually the name Nakama Collectibles came from One Piece. I mean it's pretty yeah. obvious. Yes, so. yeah. For us we know oh we know, we know. Yeah. <laughs> that one, right? I saw it, I was like, Oh, they must like One Piece. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, because yeah, if you remember, I, I, back in the day with the fan subtitles, I remember oh, yeah. there was this huge controversy about it because some fan subtitlers used to want to uh, subtitle Nakama as just friend or crewmate. And then there was like one fan subtitle group. They called themselves Nakama subtitles or some fan subs, something like that. And uh, they would never... It, they always left the word Nakama in the subtitles. So like they would never translate it because they felt like the word was too powerful that there wasn't an English equivalent. And so it's one of those things that like, if you were a part of the one piece community during that thing, like that word just means like so much, you know, you, you're like, yeah. that's my fucking Nakama. Damn it. You know, it's like that. That's my, you know, like <laughs> that is bigger than a friend. So that's, that's really cool. The history there um do you guys think you guys will ever get out of collectibles like instead of not all the way but do you think you'll ever produce content that's like in another zone outside of collectibles like more uh, anime focused Mm -hmm. i'm getting mad real quick Mm -hmm. i'll take a quick restroom break i'll get my leslie can talk to us yeah go do your thing uh, henry leslie can talk to us while we're going do you think you guys will ever dip into that leslie or is that something you guys have talked about (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. but with that question i I don't think we'll ever and i'm just gonna speak this for me Mm -hmm. because i know henry has his own you know opinions and views but Mm -hmm. i think we'd agree on it but i i I wouldn't ever stop collecting you know collecting has always been a part of me Mm -hmm. whether you know it was barbies dolls blu-rays uh it was a point where i was trying to collect like every piece of media of dragon ball z Oh jeez! Oh jeez! That's an undertaking. I'm gonna admit something really bad, but I'll do it. I don't care. I actually was so into Dragon Ball, Mm -hmm. and everything that I actually went to Walmart and I stole everything Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) You said I gotta have it. That's crazy. I stole the complete seasons one through nine DVD sets of Dragon Ball Z. This girl said I had to have it. Like I was like, like Henry said, when I'm, mm-hmm. when I collect something I love, like I go really mm-hmm. hard in it. Right. And so I, I, I'm ashamed to say that, but when you have no money and you're into it, I mean, you know, people yeah, will do also, what they have to tough, do. Tough times. <laughs> that mm-hmm. Walmart's a corporate thing. entity and we, you know. Yeah. Walmart's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, actually, we don't, we were going to throw that out. So you could just take it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. it's always been a big part of me and so mm. you know with fate i wouldn't ever be able to let it go right it's just hard you know you connect with these characters you connect with, i mean it's it might be just pvc it might be just plastic to somebody that doesn't understand but it's, it's mm. much more than that you right. know it's like it, it's just it's part of you you know and i yeah. that's what i think about my co- our, our collection it, it's just that's part awesome of us. oh yeah and, i I feel the same way sometimes, uh, Leslie, you know, when I sit in my room in this, in my office that I have, you know, I worked hours to put this together and to make this office look like this. And like, this is my, um, this is just big, you know, you, you can't give that up, but I I don't know. I, I would love to see you guys do, um, like, I don't know, like anime essays or, you know, something like that. I'm just, I, I don't know. Like you guys, I would love to see you dip your toes into the, uh, 
the anti-tuber world, right? And I think that's something that I've been trying to do as well because, you know, I also kind of got my creative start with Funko Pops, but in reality, I'm much more passionate about anime and about other things outside of that. So I have been trying to refocus and find, you know, that's how David and Kenny and I got this idea to do this podcast was because I wasn't, we we didn't have an outlet to talk to anyone about anime. And so we were like, well, what if we just talk to each other um, for a couple hours a week and we just get going? And, you know, now we've been doing this for over three months and um, it has been a, a, a big blessing for us because we finally have been able to sort of put some energy into the thing that we were already putting a lot of time into, right? We were already watching anime constantly, but now we were actually able to put some creative energy behind it. And I think that, um, that's been such a, such a weird thing. It's weird to say that, like, I don't think I would have ever tried this if I had never discovered Funko Pops. It's weird to say that because I was into anime way before I was into Funko Pops, but, um, it's weird to think that that is what gave me the creative energy and the, the, the drive to say, okay, maybe I can do this, right? Maybe I can do something in the anti-tuber type of realm. Um, I've got the skills and the ability, and now I know how to do it because I practiced with pops. So it's like, that's really weird to talk about. Like, it's weird to think like, thanks pops. Yeah. Yeah. Right. People don't want to admit that, hey, Funko Pops kind of gave me my start. I mean, yeah, you had your interest before that, but just it was it was Funko Pops that really kind of propelled, yeah. you know, your creativity to show, you know, via YouTube or via, yeah. you know, whatever media source you have. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so cool. And so uh, to now to my question, uh, who's best girl and why is it Ren? Um, um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why is it Rin? Because Who is it has to be. No, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, wait. That's a great question. Who's best who's, girl? Who's, who's, who's best, best girl? Who's best girl? Best girl. Best girl. No, best, best girl. Best girl overall. What about that, Kenny? Just best girl overall. Rin. Best it's still Rin. I no, I know. <laughs> Oh, Lucina. I know for what but, do you mean? Lucina is I'm best sure, girl. Henry Leslie, do you guys have best girl? Who's your best the one that you who's your best is, girl? Talking about fate, I think for me, I've always had it's just, Sakura. I, mm-hmm. I love yes, her. look, Tim, Tim. That's, that's my favorite too. I love Sakura, her. I love her. But you know, I've been playing. I've been really slow when when it comes to playing FGO, the the mobile game. Mm-hmm. But I've been really falling in love with John. Something oh. about John. Oh yeah. Kenny's like, I know that person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me and David are like. Me and David are like. Uh-huh. I'm, uh, uh, oh, okay. She's beautiful. Yeah, she's beautiful. But yeah, she's no, I've, um, so I think best girl overall for me will probably still be Sakura. Oh, wow. I, do on, I love, look, here's the thing. It's so hard to choose when it comes to fate because every girl's best girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, except I, I just, I'm tired of all the saber, okay? I, I'm tired of it. You know, I love saber, but Ren is best girl, okay? I would always be Unlimited Blade Works, okay? You are the bone of my sword. Oh, my All right? God. You're speaking to me right now. There's something. Oh, yeah. I'll say that much, yes. I mean, yeah. she's got a lot of leg work. I'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm into the Sudere time, too. Like, that's, that's I mean, often oh, my best. I mean, to be honest, you know, with Beth, like, I agree with everything. There's just so many girls. And, you know, I love Saber, yeah, but I, I will say this. I don't think I've ever said this because, you know, Reddit is crazy and internet is crazy, but Saber, I cannot see her in a sexual role. Like, in, in mm. a, it's weird. I can't see her sexualized. I, I can't. Mm. I, I hate yeah. whenever people loot her because Saber is <laughs> not meant for that. Saber is just a very righteous, <laughs> very strong problem. Yeah. yeah. I just can't 
see past that armor. I can't. Yes. And I actually love her for that. But she's not best girl. Not because of that, but just because she's just, she's not wife material. Okay. Yeah. She's not, she's on Shadow. Yes. She's just not it in that aspect. But waifu, I will agree um, that it is Reen. I love Reen. I've Look, kitty. She's just, she's number one. And I love Sakura too, but there's just something about Rin and it goes past her looks. Mm. See, I'm, I'm diving too deep right now. But it, it goes past, past her looks. looks. It's more about, you know, the, the person that she is and all the hardship that she's had, especially if, if you've played the visual novel or if you know the visual novel, then you know that that Rin is completely different from what you see on screen, you know, through the anime. Yeah. So to me, you know, that, you know, Reen is just somebody very important and somebody that without, you know, she's not in the story. There is no story in a way because Reen was mm -hmm. just that much of a great supporting character. Mm -hmm. And Reen is very, she's very smart. She's very intelligent. And without her, she, she you just, you can't make it happen. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to compare it in a way, but, you know, I hate Harry Potter. But she was uh -oh. someone like Hermione. She's just a very integral part you know, mm. to the team, to, to that anime. So, yeah. you know, with Reen, she's just, and then what happened to her? I don't want to spoil nothing if y'all haven't mm -hmm. seen it. But... Yeah, there, there's one big spoiler that, like, <laughs> I, I want to talk about because well, that's let... what makes David and I want to watch yeah. it, so we'll probably, we're going to commit after this. So let's, sure. we'll, we can say yeah. spoiler free. Um, yeah. Spoiler free. Yeah. No, this was okay. a good... But, this was a but, good oh yeah but reen to, to finish it off reen is definitely you know just somebody that, uh, that I, I admire and i love yes. and yep. she goes beyond sakura she goes beyond everybody she's so brave and you know I, something about her that you you can't compete with her you really right. can't and she knows you mm -hmm. can't she knows right. you can't. You have nothing against her like even if you watch like the you know the the parody anime carnival phantasm which is i recommend it yep. it's amazing if you've seen mm -hmm. Tsukihime and, and fate but um with that even there she's so cutthroat and they make her character so good it's it's just it's amazing i'm gonna stop now but Rina is uh, definitely yeah. number one <laughs> she's best and, waifu i mean when it comes to saver we just we can't forget about alter saver also alter saver because yeah. i know yeah. saver has been overdone so many times right yeah, like, it, what saber. are there like 15 sabers at this point or something there's, there's, there's so many Lily, mysterious heroin egg. yes mysterious heroin egg, yeah i love the ball For oh my gosh uh and i don't even i any, anytime i think about the ships in that show for me i don't ever see saber with emia i see him with her with his father more so than i do with him you know that's why that's why i always have been into the rim Red Emia all, all the way. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Whenever I think of Saber, I, I think of her with, with uh, Iris View. I don't know oh. why. It just meant oh. the way yeah. they shot some scenes. I was like, whoa, if this happens, I'm down. Like, it's just so good. She's just so dapper. She's very, she's a, like, <laughs> handsome, charming. I'm like, wow, yeah. like, Saber, can you open the door for me? I want some of that chivalry. It's just great. Like, it was great. She's so great. Okay. And now, Oh, what do you got, Jerry? No, Kenny, go. I, I, I'm gonna switch well, subjects. I, so what, who's your, who's like your favorite <laughs> myth? Because like I, I'm obviously really into Gilgamesh. I'm really into Enkidu. Um, I love him uh, in the the extra story. Um, I love, uh, you know, there's a ton. Of, who's like your favorite mythic hero sort of realized in the show? 
or in in, in any of the media. fate universe. Yeah. That's actually. Uh, <laughs> they said. Like, mm. yeah. I'm rubbing my chin. I'm like. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I I love Gilgamesh, King of Kings. Um, I love I love Hercules. I'm a huge Hercules fan in general, and so Hercules is always a big one. Yeah, his class is perfect too. Berserker oh, and Hercules. Oh yeah. And yeah, I, his fight scenes yeah. are amazing in the anime yeah. as well. Oh yeah. Me, I would always have to go back, um, and I don't like saying the word cliche, even though it is. It'll have yeah. to be Gilgamesh for yeah. me because I just love everything about his character. And again, for me, it always goes past. It looks like yes, he's your your average like handsome anime male character. You know, it's just that's mm-hmm. what he is. But just you mm-hmm. know the way he's written in Fate, and even if you watch like two thousand six wow like the way he's written and the way that you know he's realized as that kind of like interpretation of gilgamesh is just so spot on like if you read the mythology and you read well not mythology but if you read kind of like the real backstory of gilgamesh it's like on par Mm. and the way that he was realized in japanese animation is amazing and and just in fate gilgamesh is is just one of those untouchable characters even though he is touchable Mm. yeah presence you'll feel like but you can get close to him you know you just gotta be that right person that you're able to counter everything including his back talk and you know you know moving on with with combat but gilgamesh is just the way he was talking to a certain character in fate zero was some of the best dialogue i have seen in anime wow the best dialogue fate zero has one of the best dialogue and i say that because i am 100 percent biased is Fate Zero a movie or is it a show? I'm like, which one is that? Fate <laughs> Zero is the prequel TV. Show. The prequel it was a TV. Light novel turned anime adaptation by UFO yeah. Table. <laughs> light novel turned anime mm-hmm. by UFO Table. Okay, and it it predates the it predates Fate Stay Night. It's before that. Yeah. That's what yeah. I thought. Okay, I was oh, like, I think okay. I know the timeline, give or take. Well, you know, there are multiple timelines. And- yeah, that's why I'm like, there's so many. This is a lot. Okay, so here's what I want to get into. So now we should definitely get into what I really wanted to talk about today. And that is, there's this question that I always get from anime fans. And that's why in the hell should I try to commit to something like Fate? When it's this confusing and this convoluted. And they're like, you know, the story just seems crazy. Like, I, they're like, there's too much to watch. I don't know where to start. All these questions. So the thought is, and Kenny as well. I want to hear Kenny's thoughts as well. Why should I be watching? It's 2020. This, you know, this series dates all the way back to what, like 2004 or something, when the first um, visual novel came out, something like that. Yeah. So, you know, this series has been around for 16 years, which is a long ass time for a show to still be producing new content. Um, why is it's 2020? Why should I be a fan of the Fate series? What? That's the question. I wanted to just throw that out there to both Henry and Leslie and Kenny, because Kenny is also a fan. You know why? Why? Like, why, you know, why should I jump in now? Like, what, what's the, what's the reason, right? Well, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I can go ahead and start and just yeah, say, yeah, Kenny, like, <laughs> I think that more so now than ever, fake media is uh-huh. being translated in a way that is more digestible. The fact that you don't have to go very far to find unlimited blade works and the Heaven's Feel route is now coming out. And, you know, it's, uh, you, you have two Netflix shows that Netflix, personally licensed whenever they came over. 
So it's a lot. Which more, ones are on Netflix? Do you remember? Um, Apocrypha and uh, Last Encore. Last Encore. Oh, Leslie knows. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> That's cool, though. I didn't know they had any on Netflix. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, because the media is so diverse, there are visual novels, there are video games, there's the phone game, obviously Grand Order. There's you know, there's the original anime, anime. There's the the newer anime by UFO Table. There's all kinds of different media it's now a lot easier to get to that. And it seems like there's a lot of information that you need whenever you start watching Fate, but that's really not the case. Just Mm. start watching it. It's Mm. almost, it explains itself a lot of the times um, in each of its shows. Like I would say just start with the limited blade works. And then if you really like that, you know, go ahead and watch uh, Fate Zero because Zero is the prequel. And then, after that, you can then start to explore sort of other fate options because then it it becomes a little a little more a little less clear, but still fun, interesting stories um, with new servants. And obviously, I think one of the coolest parts of fate altogether is the servants. The servants are so cool, and the way they the way they do them, the way they do their their special powers and old phantasms, mm-hmm. all of that is so interesting. From somebody who likes like I like a lot of mythology, I like a lot of that stuff. And to see that translated into anime is really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. So it, it's got, it's, I, what you're saying, Kenny, is now that access is there. Cause I, I remember back in 07 or whatever when the first Fate Stay Night came out, I think I torrented it and that's how I watched it. And it was like yeah. difficult to get a hold of. I don't even remember like how I ended up finding it. Um, and I watched, and I just remember thinking like, yeah, I can't even get my hands on, you know, I didn't even know it was from a mid, I think back then I just thought it was an anime. I didn't even realize it yeah. was a visual novel, you know, um, or that there was any, uh, predating information. So I like, uh, that concept of, you know, now that it's available, you should watch it, <laughs> like, you know, like now that you can, you should, I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, why, why should an anime fan, you know, uh, jump into something like the fate series, which is such a sprawling, um, Mess is the word I want to use. <laughs> Guys, let us not forget it's all about the waifu. <laughs> it's all about the waifu. Henry is a man of culture, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't care what the anime though. was about. I was going to watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got you. So Rain was like, I'm in. That's all I need. <laughs> but I mean, besides that. Right, right. Um, no, at the end of the day, I definitely agree with, with Ken, most of Kenny's points, almost yeah. everything that he said, especially when it comes to, I love how they add the mythology, you know, and mm. the characters that we have heard about in history and stuff like that and how they interpret them through this, you know, anime and also the visual novel and the game that we've seen. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, um, besides that, if, if it comes also to, the story, the story of fate, I think really captures you. And Leslie was mm. just talking about also, there's some animes that you got to focus on. Like you actually got to sit mm-hmm. there and focus on what they're talking about yeah. because it's just that important, you know, and you get so into it that it's just one of those animes. I feel like Jojo is probably something like that too. Right. You know, where if you focus on the story and you focus on what the anime really is about, you're going to fall in love with it. And everything in the world mm-hmm. revolves around you know, the entire anime, same thing with One Piece, you know, mm-hmm. same thing with One Piece, like the world building that Oda does in One Piece is masterful, like it's mm-hmm. got here. Yes. Really, really and when it comes to fate, it's just like that, too. It's such a huge, enormous world, but you fall in love with it very quickly because of the characters, 
mm-hmm. you know, and how the, there is character development and stuff like that. For me personally, when I started watching the Fate series, though, um, I kind of did go in chronological order because we were trying to figure out a way to watch it and stuff like right. that. I would say probably maybe for new people that are coming in, probably start with Stay Night, the 2006 Studio Dean version. I agree. Just so you can just like, this is the first thing that came out anime wise with Fate. Go right. ahead and watch that. Dip your feet that way, you know, into the Fate series. And, and right. That, let me understand, right? Because Unlimited Blade Works and Fate Stay Night are technically the same story, but like a different pathway or yeah. something like that, right? Okay, There's yeah. So routes. you could well, technically it, it, start with Blade Works. Yeah, so the, you, what you need to understand also, mm-hmm. see, I, yes, you need to dive into the anime, but mm-hmm. I feel like that, I don't want to counter any arguments or anything or mm-hmm. any discussion, but to me, no. it's very important because we are in a different time right now where, mm-hmm. you know, you can just watch anime, but I like to do my research first. Like, mm-hmm. I like to look into it. Like, it, it was a different time back then. Now, like, we all agree that there's more accessibility to yes. information to media and i like to go into an anime knowing what i'm about to go in and watch especially if i know that it's one of those animes that you can get confused and lost you know that's just my Mm -hmm. mindset um but i do agree that you know fate 2006 is something that a lot of people forget about and they forget that that was just the first work that takeuchi illustrator or that nasu created you know Mm -hmm. and those that's the illustrator and the creator of fate so you know it's just very important you know 2006 and I agree with Henry as well that you need to watch Fate because it, it's just getting bigger. Mm-hmm. You want to catch it yeah. now that it's very accessible. Everything's accessible. Mm-hmm. You want to catch it now before it gets too big to the point where it becomes this universe that, you know, you it'll be hard to really dive into it. And I think that's kind of mm. like Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like with, you, oh, know, yeah. with you, you know, there's a point where you want to start now before, you know, transcends into something huge. Yeah. And that's what's happening with Fate. You know, and it's very important to watch. Why? Because it isn't just a, a dumb anime. Like, it's not just a, a, a simple watch. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn about characters. You're going to imagine epic heroes that you never, ever really seen animated or in a show. Like, That's you've cool. seen Hercules, but you haven't seen this version. Yeah. You've seen our Hand Dragon, but you haven't seen his gender bender version. You know, and the way that she is, so it's kind of like it's kind of like the way that you will see Arthur Pendragon, but in a female way, mm-hmm. and in a way where it's more, mm-hmm. you know, you see kind of like that righteousness from what is expected in a king, mm-hmm. and it goes far beyond that with Hercules. You've seen, you know, it just Alexander the Great, like all of yeah. these characters that are turned into anime Medusa, form, and what could be greater, so Medusa, just so much that happens. And it's just very important to watch because fate has shaped the anime community. Oh, yeah. And, and a lot of, you know, new watchers have been in. And I know it, it gets confusing and I know it's a big timeline. But, you know, if you go in it with a good mindset that, wow, like I'm going to get into this because it has a lot of aspects that are important. And I, mm-hmm. I just think that it's, I mean, I see a lot of memes about, you know, in history <laughs> class and it's like, yes. we're going to Arthur Pendragon, we're going to talk about all this, Hercules, and then the fate fan in the back, like, yes, 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 the opening and everything, and they're like, I'm like, oh my god. um, Yeah, it's very important. That's awesome. No, that's so cool. Yeah, David. So, so of the fake content that's out there, because I don't know, I've done like a little bit of research, but I haven't done a whole lot to know, like, if there are, you know, how like X number of visual novels that are out there, right? Um, so is there 
fake content that has been animated yet that they can because yeah. I was curious like, about that anything, too. If, is there anything like after the third Heaven's Field movie comes out, can they animate more? Yeah, like or what, is that, what comes like, next? Really it? Yeah. yeah, so yeah. they have a lot of um, unanimated content, and the reason I think that they haven't animated it because I've also I've I've done deep you know researching. You guys animated. are the deep, yeah, y'all are the. This is your life. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. You know, there has been a lot of things that haven't been animated because I just, you know, I've seen other people's opinions, other dedicated fate fans where they can agree. It's just something that's not going to appeal to the general mm. when it comes to fate. Interesting. You know, it, it's a very niche and very, uh, how can I say, very, it's a, it's a strange fandom where yeah. I think of it kind of like the Star Wars fandom where it's very separated in a way where some mm-hmm. people have like, you know, mm-hmm. a certain liking and you know, that it's very like, right. like very particular. Yeah, but we all agree on the same thing. But for example, there is a fate, strange fate, fate mm-hmm. prototype. A lot of things that haven't been animated. Okay. And again, yeah. it goes back to it just it feels like it's not gonna pop off like fate mm. stay night. Or like mm. Blade It has the same kind of depth and it has everything the same, but it, it's not what you would wanna watch because it's completely different. You know right. what I mean? It's like yeah. an alternate. Okay. And, and it'll be harder, I feel, because you have to understand, you have to basically watch everything Titan Moon has released to understand those two unanimated series. Interesting. Uh, that's the thing that's very unappealing is having to watch everything. Yeah. And, it all correlates, even though it's not all canon to the main visual novel three route story mm-hmm. for Sakura Rin. But it's still integral to what you would watch on those two that haven't been animated. Right. You know? yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Jeez. And that makes sense. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. So do you, do you, is there any knowledge of what they're going to work on after this third movie? Does like Have they announced what comes next yet? Or, I mean... Trying they to dive into mm-hmm. because that, that's the thing they can really go. They mm-hmm. can. I feel they can take it anywhere at the same they time can. because you yeah. got all these characters with historic, you know, uh, attributes and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like they mm-hmm. live the life, you know. So there's a story to tell right there. You know, pretty much going back into going back in time and telling the story of the characters mm-hmm. we've seen so far, like mm-hmm. Saber, Ooh, yeah, like origin stories, yeah. And that's at the round table. You know they're about to tell that story into anime form as well. So and all that. Yeah, yeah. So that that's also coming. Um, it's coming ooh. soon. I think that's also been delayed. Um, oh, but okay. again, that story with that movie. See, you have to. I would recommend and have to play the game because that movie oh, coincides boy. with the game. It's a period in the game. Mm. Same thing with. Mm. Absolute demonic from Babylonia, which is where these three characters are from. You know, it's based off the game. Right. So you you would play the game, the mobile game first, you know, to really understand that anime. Um, because if yeah. you don't play it, I mean, you can still watch it without the play knowledge, mm-hmm. but it just it adds to it. It adds the flavor, you know what I mean, to, yeah. to what mm-hmm. you're doing. Yeah. So it's definitely something important, but at the same time, you know, you you really don't have to. It's up to you if you want to move forward with that. Right. But yeah, yeah. they can do people, a lot with with. If fame. people just want to get into mm-hmm. the anime, I think they can just do that too. There's yeah. enough content out there yeah. um for fate to understand that it really without you fame. can just be the anime fan mm-hmm. of fate and fall yeah. in love with the series yeah. that's crazy and, uh, yeah that's how good it is yeah is there only yeah. one like the og game is like the only like it have they made more games other than the game and the fate grand order on the phone yeah 
What other yeah, games? Because there's, ex- the, yeah, there's, there's the PSP game. There's yeah. We actually, um, of course, we all know about Fate Extella Link, Fate Umbro Star. These oh, okay, are two yes. games yep. that you can oh. play. Oh, your average games. Those look dope. Are they both? Are those both visual novels? Um, no, these are actually uh, hack and slash. Oh, yeah, wow. So okay. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. There's different stories because there's different characters. Yeah. So, that's the thing about Fate also. Mm-hmm. Like, once you start getting getting into, you know, some of the other stuff, you are going to be oh, drenched with characters. And right. It's so hard to pick the top white. And, and so also, you know, with those two games, you know, that that's part of like Fate Extra, Fate Season. Right. You know, again, just game. That's a whole yeah. other universe when it comes it's to the fate game world. Different like even this right here, this was for PlayStation 2. I'm a big collector of the games. Collector. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously. Yeah, that's crazy. Wait, so are those original stories or are those so, based off of like anime yeah. or visual novels? Mm-hmm. So this is actually Fate Tiger Coliseum, which is just you know those like little uh playing games where you know like the hack and slash yeah oh yeah story mm-hmm. to this is just you know comedy and all that i mean you see all the characters like yeah mm-hmm. um, and the like carnival fantasy right oh, the anime God. that they did this little side anime for so fate. this yeah. is actually, this is the original the fate novel. stay visual novel yeah. oh wow this is it right that this looks is dope one. Yeah, <laughs> crazy that was like released on the that was like released on the so cool it's like a computer disc is that what that is like a yeah Yeah. right now but it's that's that's so weird prize this is our prize our prize possession that's amazing that's crazy i would have never even imagined it's so weird to see like an old like i forgot they even sold computer games like physically like because you know what i mean oh that's crazy <laughs> right here. I love that. The character design is amazing. Oh my god, look at that. Yes, very Classic. yeah, that's the style that yeah. When I think of fate, like that's the style I think of. Yeah. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. I actually made a parody of it because this character right here, mm-hmm. her name is Taiga Fujimaru. Mm-hmm. And I she's yeah. not that calm. She's the craziest person yes fate. and so the fact that she's in a calm stance Fuji sensei. Is hilarious too. that's wild <laughs> that's so cool <laughs> so this game right here the face thing i visual novel they made this version of it playstation 2 now it's okay not so that's a that's console. a port it's the same yeah, game so, mm-hmm. no it's different oh. so people don't know about this game and uh-huh. you know this one in a bit yeah this game is actually an eroge it's an oh. Oh. It's, not, it's an adult. Damn on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's not like any Jerry, for somebody oh, yeah, that's yeah. 18 years younger, you know, <laughs> according to that. But it's oh, just, yes. it's not, it's a, it's an erotic vision of It's an eroge. And oh, so when they okay. noticed that this was going off and it was getting really popular that they said, okay, wait, we don't want like minors playing this and seeing the. I didn't know this. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say one of the reasons I really love Heaven's Feel and I'm really excited about it. But um, if you read the Heaven's Feel manga, because we have the Japanese Heaven's Feel manga, okay. Oh, it gets spicy. It's steamy. It's steamy. Uh oh. Uh oh. -oh. Get into this. Hold (laughs) on. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now I'm really interested. (laughs) I mean, you know, close off. It it gets there. Yeah. I didn't. I thought it was always an action-oriented show. I didn't realize there was ever any like romance. I didn't know that. Me. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. 
there. And so, see, the reason that wow. they made this is this is the PG version. So oh. this is Nua. So this oh. is like, like a censored version of it. So if you don't want nothing steamy, then you play this for the PS2. <laughs> but again, I don't know you why you would want that. Yeah. If you own a Japanese console, then you can't play it. But it's yeah. just like, that's what yes. I tell myself. And so then finally, like after that, we get the sequel to the Fate Stay Night visual novel, which is Fate Hollow Ataraxia. Oh, okay. So there is a full blown sequel. I didn't know that. Okay. There's a sequel. And so you see it right here, kind of like the art. The artwork's so so cool. Does that does that does that have an anime? Hollow Anorexia? Does is there an anime? I have an anime. This actually happens, I think, a year. Or two years after the events of the Fates the Night visual novel. Interesting. So, okay. Right after. And if you watch, there's an anime also. We forget it, but it's one of our favorite Fate, you know, adaptation. And it's Prisma Elia. Oh, so right. it's literally like our favorite. It's so good. Right. And they actually introduce her character. So you see um, you see her there, Bazette. So you see her there. Yeah, we so see it's her. really great. So that character is in that anime, but they never did her anime. So if you were just an anime watcher... You would have no idea who this person is, or it's like it, yeah. yeah, and that's basically, the thing. That's the basically. thing about fate because if you get out of what I guess you can call canon, right? Yeah. You get out of Stay Night, get out of what you've seen on Zero, then you have Prisma Elia. Yeah. You know where mm-hmm. it focuses. Mm-hmm. It's actually a completely different story, yeah. right? But it has the same characters that you see in Stay Night and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But they're all telling different stories, and it's just a little tweaks, you know. Like Prisma Elia has a I guess you can call it like a Sailor Moon type A magical of girl. Shoujo oh. Maho That's what Prisma is. Okay. Interesting. And then you have Carnival Phantasm, which is... Just the... If you're a Fate fan, I would say leave Carnival Phantasm probably last. It's because like... once you understand all the tropes and all the thing about it's... Fate, it is so funny to watch it's Carnival Phantasm. It's the dessert Phantasm. of Fate. Like, yeah. Okay, okay. It's like your dessert. It's I assume it's... Uh... Is it, it's comedy it is... based then, right? It's okay. more of the... Not also a uh, fate. Uh, I'm sorry. Carnival Phantasm coincides with Tsukihime, which is another anime that Tight Moon actually made prior to Fate Stay Night. Yeah. Tsukihime oh. was a vision novel that came out in 2000, and then through the the fame of Tsukihime, and you know they kind of wanted to integrate uh, some of oh. similar aspects. That's whenever Fate Stay Night came out in 2004. Yeah. I so, know Tsukihime. Uh, yeah, Tsukihime is a Tight Moon. Yeah. Uh, Moon uh, branch and it's really great. Um, and you know, it, Garden of Center, it's just a whole world there, just with Tsukihime and yeah. those characters. Actually, in our banner, we named our you know characters oh, yeah. after them, Shiki and Melty, because those yeah. are those are yeah. Tsukihime characters. That's cool. So uh, yeah, so basically, Carnival Phantasm is kind of like a, a parody it's and a, a mix, mix of, both of Tsukihime and Fate Stay Night, basically both franchises. Oh. Wow. I just had wow. the weirdest like flashback. Okay, so here's what the only reason I know what Tsukihime is. And this is crazy that it, it just hit. Like, I looked it up and I was like, oh, I know exactly what that is. Okay, so when I was really young, uh, I used to play this game on the internet. And it still exists. And maybe you guys have heard of it. It's called Mugen. And what it was is it was a fighting game where you could download any characters, essentially, that were created by, by uh, fan creators. And I remember when I was young, I was, like, really into Mugen. I mean, like... Guys, like, it, it was a weird part of my past, but I was really into Mugen, and I, I made my own characters, I would make my own stages, I was, like, really in the community, too. Um, And this is, like, 12-year-old Jerry, by the way, so 
I don't. Uh, it was probably not safe that I was all over the uh, these forums, but at, during that time, they were someone had created uh, Sukihime characters for Mugen, and uh, I remember I really liked them because they pulled them from maybe the, I think the sprites came from some other fighting game um, that existed with these characters in it. I can't think of what the game was though. Is there a fighting game that features um, Sukihime characters or fake characters, and maybe they featured? Like a 2D fighter? Actually, I feel like there oh, was something... Wait, like in a Street Fighter style way? Yes, like Street yeah. Fighter style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, so, uh, there, actually, there actually is. Uh, that's what I thought. It's like on the... Because that's what I'm remembering it from is that that was the... I remember I even downloaded the original 2D fighter that it was from, but I'm trying to remember... It was Melty called Boy. like... Melty Blood. Melty Blood. Melty Blood. Yeah, that is what it was Melty called. Blood. Yes. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, Melty that was the uh, that was the game that I played when I was yeah I played that game and then I played the characters in my Mugen and I thought it was so weird yeah. and I I never ended up I never read the visual which now I see it was an adult visual novel so probably good adult, no. probably good twelve year old Jerry did not read it um, but um, uh, yeah but that's so funny I had never even considered uh, that that was like a weird memory when you mentioned that I was like oh my so those characters are featured in Carnival Phantasm. So you what? see, um, her name, it's really hard for me to pronounce, but it's like, I'm Ainkra, something like that. Okay. Uh, but she's, like, she's the main character, you know, of Tsukihime and, and, you know, she's part of it as well. And, and I love Tsukihime also because they have so many, like, it's just very, that's wild. Parody. Like, like there's characters within, like, for example, her character parodies Sailor Moon and it's like Prisma, white Prisma Moon or something like that. Oh, that's they, funny. You know, I haven't seen Tsukihime in a long time, guys. So my memory is kind of like, that's cool though. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, but it's, it's very, it's very out there and I love it equally as fate, but it just hasn't hit wow. like fate does. You know, Jesus. And, and Carnival Phantasm, that sweet spot for Tsukihime and fate fans. And it's amazing because they do so many characters dirty. Oh my yeah, God. It's, that's funny. It's good. Good. It's good. This is great. That was the wild. We just went on like a fate. I want to see someone like sit down and like draw like a fate, like I don't know, like a Why web, a web, yeah, like a web of. There's so like much. Family tree, something. Yeah, like a family tree. Yeah, like the fate family. That would blow. That, this is such a wildly expansive series that I think that um it sounds like to me. I mean, just listening to you guys talk, and even knowing Kenny, who has been a fan of fate for a long time, um, it's like when I look at this series it's like it has such a history that like every anime fan at least needs to know about it see parts of it it, it i mean at this point it's too big to not to ignore like it's just it's too big yeah. of a experience at this point. i mean there's games there's freaking movies that you're going to the theater to see there's anime mm -hmm. shows i mean there's arrow gay versions of it and there's uh pg versions of it so you know you get all this spiciness all mixed in you've got comedy you've got all this i mean what a what a wildly diverse and uh intricate series that it makes sense now even just hearing you guys talk about why you could feature a whole channel and a whole, you know, why you can do all this stuff around just this one uh, universe. And I think that that is so cool. At least to me, at least. I'm like, I, you know, because I love this kind of stuff. I feel like the closest I ever got was like the Lilo and Stitch universe. I don't know. The, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, you know, they had all these TV shows and spinoffs and, uh, oh, you know. I that's, yeah. <laughs> that's like, you know, I don't, I don't know if there's any other anime that compares in the same way where there's so many people contributing to it. Um, from different places because you know most yeah. anime traditionally has one author and that one author creates the manga or the anime and they that storyline is followed beginning to end and 
Um, generally, there's not as much side story, reevaluations, uh, different adaptations, versions, different animations, all contributing to one giant experience. And I think that's what makes Fate different, right? It's what makes it's what you know for me it's like if you're an anime fan you have to know about this because there's no other there's just no other uh universe like it in this medium and um i i can't compare it to anything i've been trying to like go through my head like is there anything that even comes close to uh fate when it comes to the expansiveness the amount of creators that have touched it the amount of people who have been involved in it the amount of people who have you know made anime but also made these visual novels and you know there's just so much there so that's crazy and it, it we just got a really great history like i mean that was a i feel like if you listen to if i learned a lot i'm about to say if you're a listener of this <laughs> podcast and you just heard henry and leslie talk about that for 30 minutes and you aren't interested in going and watching fate then there's something wrong with you. Like, that, like in my mind, like... Um, uh, on, on my other screen, I have at least 15 tabs of, <laughs> of, oh my of God, distinct no. fates, like either games or visual novels or anime. So I, I, I learned a lot today, let me tell you. That's crazy. I actually wanted to just add this real quick, but uh-huh. um, Nasu, Kinoko Nasu, is a creator of Fate. And then, oh, you okay. know, uh, legendary Takeuchi, he's the hmm. illustrator. He's what brought us the original you know, concept design. Just like everything. the first visual novel, right? As far as the visual novels. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, obviously, you know, it turned into Type Moon. They co-created Type Moon. And then from there, they brought this whole franchise out. But yes. I did want to say that Nasu, before he actually dove into the Fate Stay Night uh, world and what it is before he created that, he created something called Fate Prototype. Oh. So Fate Prototype is actually what Fate Stay Night would have been if he went forward with this concept oh, wow. so in this design shiro um was female right and oh, then wow. you see different concept design with lancer you see archer you see saber so it's just very different concept designs here wow. and i love this because it's just so many like storyboards of, of what was like, oh wow prototype so it's very it's actually um i believe correct me if i'm wrong i, I mm-hmm. don't remember but i think this was also integrated as an ova episode in carnival phantasm i'm gonna have to go back go check I haven't seen that in like years yeah. but it's really amazing to know that this is something that also could have been and just the fact that it's just so big that you had so many other ideas that could have easily worked as well yeah right because yeah. those designs look clean yeah. yeah, they look yeah. they look great. I mean, I'm down for that shit. I'm yeah, down. that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Great. I had a fun time. We had so much fun learning about fate from you guys. So I have one more thing that I want to talk to you two about. What are you watching or reading right now? What are you currently? Whether this is a new show that's coming out or something that you have uh, gone back and are revisiting, or it's just an old show you never watched. What are you guys currently watching in the anime or manga world, or reading or watching? So either or. Um, what are you guys currently into right now? Um, or is there anything you're keeping up with weekly? So on and so forth. So for me, keeping up, I always keep up with One Piece. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes when it comes to One Piece, I kind of just let it put weeks pass, you know, and mm-hmm. then I just catch up just to savor just a few chapters. I do that too sometimes, yeah. Wayno right now is... Wayno is... Oh, Wayno! Henry! Ooh. There's so much happening. I, yeah. if you are not reading the One Piece manga, yeehaw! Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the Wano arc is, it's Crazy. about to blow up, I feel. Yes. And especially because chapter 1000 is coming up. Yeah. Yes. Oda, every time there's two zeros, this time it's... It's a crazy zero. chapter. Yeah. Three zeros in this chapter. 
he's gonna do something big. Like we he, already know something is gonna happen. What did you think? I mean, he was hurt or not doing well the other day, so he took like a three week break. Do you? Remember? And I was like, I was so I was like, if Oda dies, I'm I can't I don't know what I would do. The world would shut down. It would be no, game over. <laughs> I know, I know. I was like, I was like, oh, oh. I was like, he's still young. He's so young. He's healthy. He, you know. <laughs> Like, yeah. Oh. Uh, but I'm happy. He's. He, it seems like he's back in the groove of it now. It seems like he's recovered because you know the last couple yeah. chapters have come and out. I would even. I would even go and say if he needs time, like if mm-hmm. he needs to take a break, take it, please. Yeah. But, uh, if you need to take a break, I know you're not watching this. Yeah. But <laughs> if you ever yeah. see yeah. it, Oda, maybe maybe your time. He you know, be. create the story that you want to create. Finish it the way you want to finish it. Don't yeah, let anybody. Agreed. Agreed. Don't, don't be pressured, Oda Sensei. Don't yes. be pressured. Jesus. Okay, awesome. So you're keeping up with One Piece. Anything else, Henry? I, I, I keeping up with One Piece. When it comes to the new stuff, now I saw Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, I saw episode one. Okay. And right now, I kind of am doing that thing with Jujutsu where I'm letting mm-hmm. it just a few episodes pass by, and then I'm gonna just do like a follow through, like binge it, you know, like just a few episodes and maybe. I don't know how many episodes is going to be, Jerry? Do you know uh, I don't know. I, I have. I don't know if they've set a number. Yeah. It's got to be either. I'm guessing it's either twelve or twenty-four. But I don't think they've actually set the number out, which is weird because generally yeah. with seasonal stuff they will say the number from the get. But I don't know if they've actually announced it, which is weird. Um, uh, but my guess, I bet they'll do. I bet they'll do a twenty-four. Is my guess because the show is picking up. Uh, it doesn't feel like it's. It's already at seven or eight, and it does not feel like it's about to try to conclude the season. In my opinion, unless they really yeah. pick a weird place to just cut it, which would be odd to me because this show is, yo, hint, I, everyone at home listening, we talked about it on last week's podcast, especially, but guys like, the Jesus Christ, it's like, amazing. This show is it gets better off the and wall. better and better. Mappa, Mappa has praised. I'm excited about it. I'm excited and about it. I have to give it all. T- so you know how like, and you guys obviously love UFO Table. I'm sure UFO Table, whatever you say it. Um, you know, they're a wonderful studio and they gave Demon Slayer life. Like Demon Slayer oh, yeah. would have never been as successful as it was without them. Like the manga had no chance of being a success. That that company single-handedly saved Demon Slayer and turned it into an international phenomenon. Um, and I think MAPPA is slowly establishing themselves as a company that is on it when it comes to making quality. I mean, after B stars, I was already kind of like, okay, yeah, Mappa's on it. They're, they good. They know what they're doing. And this show is, is establishing them. Even in the 2d anime world, I have been blown away. The, the animation is gorgeous. I mean, I don't know any other way to put it. They have taken Jujutsu Kaisen and elevated. I'm not sure. I haven't read the manga, but for me, the pacing, the plotting, the way that they have chosen to step with this show so far. I mean, we're only, what, seven or eight episodes? I think episode seven was yesterday's episode. Seven just dropped. Yeah, seven. Yeah. I already watched it. Um, I can't I can't do what you're doing so with it, Henry, because, like, I am so excited to watch the next episode right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to see my watch three just so I can remember what I've been watching also. Bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ch- yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, besides Jujutsu, mm-hmm. I did start... Um, uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in the dungeon? I forgot the Japanese. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Don oh, Don Machi. Don Machi from the from the beginning, or so, are you are you caught up? Or yeah, I'm I'm on season three. I was on episode two of season mm. three. Okay, okay, okay. So, nice. Okay. Yeah, and then besides that, let's see. I mean, 
God, we watch a bunch of random stuff, don't we? We have our bars, <laughs> like, our bar is literally of... like Darwin's room, and then Key's neighbor, and then Charlotte, and then Kat, oh, like, oh, like, oh, so much B good project, stuff right B there. Leslie uh-huh. got me into B Project. I don't know how she B Project. That. I love it. It's um, it's it's tell me about. Point. I'm like, I don't know if I know what that is. I love B Project. I'll have to look uh, it up. It's a Leslie type of anime. That's it's a I'm Leslie saying. type. Uh, <laughs> it's an idol anime, so it's like a male oh. idol. Oh. Any oh. Oh. Hypnosis mic. Yeah, we started uh, here on the me, David, and Kenny. We watched the first episode of a show called Hypnosis Mike. I don't know if you've tried that oh, yet. I uh, love Hypnosis. Okay. <laughs> okay. The character designs were my favorite part. So, uh, it's been Animation. pretty fun. Into it on pre-order when they first were announced, I was like, I got it. And then oh my gosh. Have, um, uh, I forgot his name, but the lead singer of Buster Bros, Annie Plex actually made an eight scale or seven scale figure. So. Wow. Oh, wow. Jeez. I heard a couple anime in there when you were listing off ones you were watching. Um, a, I heard Kizniver in there. Have you guys seen it all the oh, way yeah. through or are you guys watching it for the first time? I haven't seen it all the way through. I think okay. I stopped like at, at episode maybe six or seven, but oh. it was one of those because I like we were watching, but it's one of those animes where you know I, I'm still not really into it. Like I yeah. was watching, it, I just mm-hmm. felt like I needed something new and fresh, even though yeah. it's not yeah. an anime. But um, you know, I, I'll get there. If I liked Kizniver. Yeah, I liked that show. I think that it was uh, it surprised me. I I went into it with low expectations. So I was impressed at the end of it. It's not like my favorite anime by any means, but it was it was more fun than I expected it to be. Um, yeah, my I was ships like, didn't I think, I, and yeah, Kitty's ships. I remember that, Kitty. I remember how disappointed I'm you so were. Pissed, bro. Yeah, his ships didn't set sail. Who he thought was going to end up here. That's so. That's really fun. And Kenny, by the way, Kenny loves Charlotte. I have not watched Charlotte's it yet. One of my favorites. Kenny loves Charlotte so much. I know you guys yeah. haven't had that conversation yet, but uh, Henry, have you seen Charlotte? Henry, have you seen Charlotte all the way through? Yes, I love Charlotte. You also liked it as well? Okay. Like, I think after Clan Ad, like, Charlotte is probably going to be a close second. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's crazy that you guys say that. Because the way that I had Charlotte explained to me, it sounds like it's the, like, the most, it sounds absurd. Like, like, someone tried to explain the plot to me, and I was like, what? I was like, they, ah, I was like, what's going on in this show? Um, But... I, I'll have to watch it for myself because I still want to form an opinion oh. of it. Um. Besides that, some of the other new stuff, mm-hmm. I watched it all the way. I really enjoyed this one. It's one mm-hmm. of the new ones, Rent-A-Girlfriend. Oh, yes. Oh, how can we not oh, talk about yeah. Rent-A-Girlfriend? How can we not talk about Rent-A-Girlfriend? It's not my usual style or type, mm-hmm. right? But I really enjoyed it. I thought yeah. it was really good. I think just about every – it seems like last season – that was like the sh- only show anyone watched. Like, I don't know how else yeah. to put, you know what I mean? Like every Annie tuber, everyone was like, yeah, rent a girl for a minute. And I think that it, it probably has merit. I, I haven't started it yet, but I'll probably give it a watch, but I know that there's yeah. lots of ships and I know a lot of people have best girls in that show. And, yeah. um, yeah. So uh, only one best girl, you know, okay. Kitty, do you have a best girl in there? Yeah, the main girl. What the, the main girl? I don't know. I, main... girl. Come on, no. Come on, I think Jerry. some people in that show like the other girls. There's like other girls that he can no, end up with, wrong. right? So oh. I hate to break it to you. Uh... <laughs> okay. Um, no, so that's... I was I was the same way with Nisa Koi though. Okay, I was I was right. a Chitoge. Period. That's right. it. Uh, so done. Sign seal delivered. That's it. Henry, okay. did that season end? Is Rina Girlfriend season over? Uh, is, is it, it twelve? Is it at twelve? Is it... It's twelve episodes. 
But yeah. it's not. There's is there more manga to adapt, or did it adapt everything? A ton. No, yeah. There's like 150 chapters. Oh, okay. So there's going to be more to come. I'm sure, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hope they do Didn't they have trailers for season two recently? Maybe. 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 Possibly. Okay. Cool. So rent a girlfriend. Um, and you're trying to. You're going to get into jujitsu. We believe in you. 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 Uh, you guys yeah, will both I like am. it. Mm-hmm. Besides that, uh, just your usual. Like I try to like I watch mm-hmm. one episode of some of the new stuff that's coming up, or some of the new stuff yeah. that's already releasing. Mm-hmm. Like Fire Force, I was keeping up with it consistently for the most part, and then I kind of made a pause right now. But I, I'm eventually going to get back on it. And I got it. bored with Fire Force for some reason. I don't you know, know why. I, that's kind of yeah. what was happening I got to bored me right now. Just talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Look. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you. It feels so. It me. feels so like I hate to say this about Fire Force. Uh, it feels so like it's almost too typical shonen. Like it doesn't have yeah. anything that's like expanding or making the genre move forward, which is really tough to watch because like uh, and nowadays, like a shonen has to to me like Promise Neverland is like a shonen anime that is elevating that genre. Like shonen is better because Promise Neverland exists um, in my mind, and I think that there are other shows like that. Like My Hero, as much as My Hero is very typical. It's been able to do things with characterizations and with some of their theming that has allowed it to elevate Shonen. But I feel like Fire Force, unfortunately, sort of just exists as, like, the most, like, middle of the line. It does what it does, and it's just going to keep doing it. And I don't know why. Like, I'm not sure. Maybe it'll blow my mind. Maybe there's something that'll happen in it, and it'll it'll turn it around. But uh, I think it's just going to end up closing up in that same way that it started, and that it just will come, people will like it, and then it'll go. But I don't know. <laughs> The animation, because David Productions does this animation, the animation is beautiful, and there are, like, some fights that, you know, the animation shines, the the choreography of the fight's really cool, but there are some moments where it's just, it's like a slow trudge from um, high point to high point. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Cool. Another one that I took a pause on also was got a high school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me too. I took a high school. I don't know how that one's been going. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys think it's cool. We uh well Kenny and I are on like episode 8 or 9. Um, so we we also I, took a pause. I read the, I read yeah. the webtoon. Um yeah. I Kenny like read all Yeah, Kenny read every chapter of the webtoon, which blew oh, my yeah. mind. I was like, "Kenny, what is wrong with you?" Um yeah. I I think what's weird is like I, I don't know to me God of High School is the best of the webtoon adaptations. Like Tower of yeah, God was oh, bad. Yes. Tower of God was tough. for me very quickly. Yes, Tower of God was not not good. And I think Leslie saw the first episode. She's like, "This is stupid. I'm done. I'm not gonna." Thank you, Leslie. Bless you, Leslie. Bless you. Nah, I just I can't do it. I tried and I couldn't do it either. Even got a high school, I can't get in. Yeah, there's just those animes that just man don't hit. They don't hit. Yeah, Tower of God was. A big, th- I could not, I don't know why I forced myself to watch the whole season because I felt like I had to watch it just so that I could adequately tell people, like, this yeah. was not good, like, this wasn't good, like, um, but uh, and then obviously, I don't know if you guys have tried it yet. Noblesse is the third, like, webtoon uh, adaptation, I've, and yeah, I've heard about it, yeah, we already like. It's on Crunchyroll, yes, yeah. So, we have already dropped, I, I, me and Alyssa, my wife, we tried to start it. And we, no chance. I mean, that show was so bad. Like, we did not like it at all. Um, and we were just like, I'm not watching any more of that crap. Uh, so, uh, which I think I saw. Uh, I oh, yes, yes, Henry. Yes, we love Burn the Witch. 
fan of Bleach. Yeah. 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 We're big Bleach fans. Yeah. Me yeah. and Kenny and David, we we loved Burn the Witch, the anime that they did, and the manga, the short mangas, you know, just so cool, and we're super excited because we know Kubo's teasing us. I and we know Bleach. we I know his ass is gonna make more. We know his ass is gonna make more. He's acting he's acting all coy about it, like Oh, you know, I might, I might make a little bit more. Yeah, I, don't right again. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, because he's been on a, you know, after Bleach, he took a break. He took a, he's been off from writing manga, and you know, he, it's been a couple years now that he has just not messed with anything. So it's weird to see him back, and I hope that it, because honestly, Bleach kind of sucks storyline wise uh, in the back half. Uh, they kind of had us in the first half there um, with Bleach, but uh, you know, and it's one of those things. Kubo just kind of doesn't know how to end. I guess is the word I would use. He just didn't know what to do, and it, I'm worried. I don't want Burn the Witch to go the same route. I like that it's a shorter story, it's condensed, and it's more of him telling a condensed story. I hope that it doesn't end up as, like, I don't want it to be hundreds of chapters long, but uh, if he makes a bit more content, I would like that, because I love the characters. Oh, yeah. I actually have a question. Mm -hmm. Is Burn the, like, Burn the Witch, like, is it meeting y'all's expectations? You know, after Bleach and after everything, like, is it where you want it to be? Is it what you were expecting while y'all were Can he drop? Um, <laughs> oh, question was like, David, I tell us. David, tell oh, us. Yeah. Um, so, I, I think um, because in Burn the Witch, and there, and I, have you guys seen the, the movie? Or the yeah, did you guys episode? watch it or no? I, I, I haven't. Okay. I've seen the first. I've seen the first one. I gotta see the other two. I haven't. I've okay. seen. I've seen the oh, intro. Okay. Because the intro is three episodes, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like technically a movie, but Crunchyroll splits into three three yeah. uh, episodes. It was designed but, uh, as a film, and then they just cut right. it into three like points. But yeah, but but everything that's out for Burn the Witch so far, which I mean, those chapters in three episodes, the movie. Um, near the end of it, and I won't spoil, but they they introduce a lot of characters, and they kind they of do. build up kind of what the universe can be mm -hmm, and there's, yeah. there's basically like a lot of cliffhangers in terms of uh it basically tells you that there will 80 percent most definitely will be a continuation of the story mm -hmm. yeah and then they uh, do that bullshit thing with the title where they put up burn the witch oh yeah and they color in b l e a c h and you're like yeah yeah okay, I, I don't know if you guys have second. yeah essentially kubo has hinted that burn the witch is taking place in the exact same universe as Bleach, even though it's not explicitly interacting with Bleach characters, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it is in the same world. And uh, so, you know, they, they hint towards that. So that's yeah. I think that's also getting some Bleach fans excited. Also, obviously, the new Bleach anime next year that they're finally going to adapt the final arc. Like, that yeah. is getting yeah. us hype again. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Man. Yeah. So there's a lot come. So I think it's worth watching the film. I think it's a really cool and well-crafted film. Um, I, again, I just don't want him to overdo it. I think that if he does too much, he's going to fall on his face again. Cause he's not a great story writer. Like Kubo has proven time and time again, like story is not his thing. He's a much better visual artist. You know, like he's a really talented artist and oh, that's yeah. what blows my mind about Kubo is he's a mangaka that the, the style that he has designed is just uh, amazing. Um, so. so I want him to just take it slow, take his time and plot out something that's going to be fun. And so far he's done that. So it's definitely met what I was wanting. Um, and it yeah. was hype enough that we, we talked about it on this podcast for like four weeks in a row. Um, Cause we yeah. were just so hype yeah. as the chapters were coming out and then the anime premiered. Yeah. yeah it was just a lot of fun because uh, yeah. So I think it's met our expectations overall, but yeah. I, th I think you, you could also tell too, that there was like some, if like, if you are a diehard fan of bleach, 
Mm-hmm. You get from all the, the fan service that it provided. Like, yeah. it, it did a great job of just getting you. Excited. Oh, and the two, thing, lead, the two lead yeah. girls are total waifus. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. They, oh, like my God. Her. I like her, her appearance. Her, I, I think yes. she's really cute. They're, to, they're both total. Her designs are cute. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. When noobs, yeah. wave, like, at, like, noobs it, within the weave community, when they're mm-hmm. like, I don't know her name, but she's cute. The one yeah. that's on her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. I love it. Okay. Um, we're getting up on two hours now, so we probably are about to wrap this thing up. Did you guys, out of curiosity, do you guys have other shows you were watching? Well, no, I mean, besides that, um, I mean, that was stuff more that has what already Henry's ended. Watching. Oh, yeah, Leslie, you're not watching yeah, any well, of that. I, well, tell us. Leslie, what else are you watching? I'm like, what am I trying the, last, the last thing I watched was the, was the most recent episode of Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. We haven't watched it yet. Don't spoil it. I'm I'm a type oh of person. I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. I need to go watch it. Season two is... I've heard so far so good, but I, I'm, I'll am i probably sit down and watch it all when it's all out. So. I hope that they keep it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Leslie. What are you watching? I want to know because I'm yeah. curious. I thought I assumed you guys were watching all those together, so I was like, "Oh, oh, okay." <laughs> we have different watch times. We everything, have different everything is integrated in a watch schedule. We have oh. Own TV. <laughs> oh my god! Um, what I'm currently uh, watching, actually, it, I'm rewatching. Let's oh. let's categorize it like re-watching. that. Okay. Um, Second season of uh, Fake Lay Liner Prisma Ilia. Okay. So I'm yeah. literally laughing at the same stuff that I laughed at years ago. <laughs> it's still funny to me. So it's like I'm laughing, but I knew, like, e- anyway. So yes. I'm rewatching Fake Lay Liner Prisma Ilia season two. Um, I'm also uh, about to rewatch. It's a it's a reverse harm. It's called, ah, oh, damn it. Um, Hanasekuru Se Shonen. Okay, yes. So I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. It's on Crunchyroll. It's actually mm-hmm. my favorite reverse harm of all time. Okay. Um, 39 episodes deep. It, it's such a good reverse harm, and I'm rewatching that, and, and it's amazing, and I love it. The second thing that I'm also rewatching, it the reason I'm saying rewatching, I don't want it to be like a thing. It's because new anime right now is just not appealing to me. So the she's watching all her episode, favorites. I'm rewatching the faves. So mm-hmm. what I, the newest thing that I did see that was the last thing I saw was uh, Mr. Love. Which is a reverse harm, also based on a mobile game. So mm. that was the last thing that I saw. Okay. It's on control as well. Mr. Um, love, okay. Mr. Love, yeah. And so I feel so dumb saying. Tab twenty two. Uh- <laughs> You're like a little. It's so interesting because this is like way outside of the type of stuff that we watch. So I'm like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm really in the reverse harm, you know, world. Mm-hmm. And so also uh, another thing that I'm currently rewatching is uh, the world is still beautiful. I think and- I've heard of that as well. It's so good. I'm rewatching that together. Yeah, he's he's actually watching it for the first time also, and I'm I'm on my third rewatch with it. But I love it. It's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm the queen of rewatching. Yeah, you are the queen. I'm like, wow. I thought my wife was the queen of rewatching, but y- you give her a run for her money. She she does the same thing. She'll literally, like, if something is just, like, her favorite thing, she just rewatches it over and over again. Like She knows. It's yes, she, yes. Like, I have to rewatch and rewind and, like, ah. So, um, yes. And then reading-wise, nothing much with reading. Yeah. Um, I, was, I am, you know, reading uh, Vampire Night Memories. So mm-hmm. I'm waiting on volume five. Mm. So it's coming up. I pre-ordered it. Uh, so I was reading that because that's that's the only part of Vampire Night that I didn't read outside of the original manga. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Then, okay. Yeah. Then after that, I mean, that's pretty much it. Any any past things that I was reading was yeah. Promise Neverland. The manga. Oh, yeah. 
then uh, Attack on Titan. But that was like. Has the Attack on Titan? I'm about to say I don't. Has the manga ended yet, or is it, it's still going? Does anyone know? I think it's about. To end. It's like about to end. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. I stopped like literally where the anime is. I uh -huh. was like reading that way before it was even you know gonna be right. So mm -hmm. same thing mm -hmm. with Promise Neverland. Like mm -hmm. I, you know, like the ending. Like you, you know, mm -hmm. you already know when you I finished that one. But but it's kind of like you stop and it's like uh, so yeah. yeah 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 absolutely. I'm gonna have to look Wait. into all these other shows that you uh, these uh, reverse harem and stuff so that I'm like I'm like dang this is a whole this is like the side of anime and manga that I I very rarely dip my toes into. All I the pretty boys. We watched um yeah. for the podcast we watched a show called Banana Fish. Leslie, have you ever heard of it? Oh yes. Did okay. Yeah. They it got. Yeah, <laughs> I think that, oh that show God. was very interesting because I know it has a huge like cult following. Like, there's a lot of people yeah. who really love it. Um, yeah. so it was really interesting to watch that just from our perspective because it's definitely outside of the genre that we would traditionally watch. So it was really fun, and we definitely want to dip our toes for our podcast. We want to dip our toes and do a couple more um outside of what we would traditionally watch. Sure That's part. Yeah, it's part of what we wanted to do with this podcast is to get time to so I'm gonna, I'm literally like writing yours as like suggestions. I'm like the world is still beautiful. This one looks really interesting, honestly. So I'm like it's really nice. it's not something, you know, very like it's not something like a shonen head would like or right. anything that, you know, but it's really it's really cute and it's charming and mm. I don't know, I just think it just fits to what I like, which is very cheesy and tropey anime. Yeah. When it comes to sensitive side you know like yes. the romance kind of yeah era. so i really love that anime it's one of my favorites that's songs. awesome yeah are you guys keeping up with the uh the new fruits basket anime isn't it i think it's still running too oh, i've seen that i was watching no, it for a little bit oh that's like the that's like i feel like that's like the most mainstream like romance anime of all time almost it's basket yeah we yeah. actually um so I saw the original, you know. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I've seen that OG one. I like the original one, mm -hmm. and so then we actually—it's on our on our channel. But we did a, a <laughs> vlog where we went to the pre-screening, yeah. you know, like the first time they were gonna the first show three episodes the first that they were. Oh. two, two or three episodes, and we did a oh, vlog, wow. a little review after that. But... Yeah, which we're planning to do something similar for Heaven's for Field Heaven's Part Three. Oh, yeah. please do, please do. We're gonna please do, do that for sure. That's yeah, awesome. With, I don't know. I'm always, you know, you were talking about something interesting, Joe. Mm. Oh yeah. Um. Well, when it comes to content creation and stuff like that, mm -hmm. like even that, like I know you mentioned, like talking more about anime and stuff like that, and we are trying to see if we can find ways to do that as well. Like vlogging, I think that's one fun part, mm -hmm. especially because you know the country has been closed for the last I don't know how many months. You know, mm -hmm. so going out. Yeah. Pushing on a year almost at this point. Yeah, eight months now, eight, nine months, pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it'll be a fun time doing something like that as well. Mm -hmm. But also, like, a big stumbling block when it comes to collecting and when it comes to figures is just you got to keep buying and to keep making content, you know? Yep. So that's the hard part that it is a lot of money when it comes to collecting figures. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is hard to create content and be like, all right, I'm going to spend another $100 here or another yep. $200 here, you know? Right. Um, yeah, but, especially um, thanks to you, Nakama. I'm buying Pokemon cards now, and freaking that has been a that has been a money pit. No, that has been a money pit. Thanks, I I, I can't believe how much money I've spent on Pokemon cards. It's absurd, you know, and I I had to take a step back, and I was like I was like, how have I spent more on Pokemon cards than collectibles? Like I was like, when did this happen? I was like, 
I was I like, remember, wait, what? I, I remember yeah. when I was going really hard into Yu-Gi-Oh and collecting mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I was going into buying like they just came out with a new Yu-Gi-Oh set called mm-hmm. Maximum Gold. Man, I saw I it. Uh, yep. Like three or two previous sets in the past mm-hmm. where they've done the Maximum Gold or the Gold series. Yeah. And I remember buying those sets back then. I was going crazy for them. And I and then Pokemon crept in it as well back then. Oh, yeah. And I just feel I thought I thought that Pokemon TCG was gonna be like the filler episodes, you know, of yeah. my collecting <laughs> experience. Oh, no. But I'm so oh, no. out that it's it's so hard for it not to become an addiction. <laughs> yes. It, it's it, so easy to just like, you're like, oh, I can oh, grab, I'll grab two or three packs today at Walmart. You know, I don't, you know, it's no big. And then all of a sudden it's like, you have collected hundreds and hundreds of cards and you're like, oh shit. Every single time. Yeah. I'll, dude, Leslie, I'm sorry. Gamble every single time no, no, it's a no, gamble. I don't get mad because it's a gamble <laughs> or because it's money. What annoys me is the fact that you could get into that and collect it. I don't see the point. I'm sorry for any TCG fans out there, but I don't see the point in collecting a tiny card. Like, I get it. Yeah. You'll probably say the same thing about I don't see the point in you spending 300 on plastic. I get it. We have the same opinions. But yes. what I do say, I can't. I, I don't know. It just it just doesn't work for me. I, I tried. I really did. I couldn't yeah. get anything. I don't know what. Yeah, honestly, it's weird. My collecting at, you know, I obviously love figures and toys. But when, yeah, I, yeah. when I started buying cards, at first, there was just sort of a thrill of, like, what could be in this pack, you know? And then it was like. I don't know. I do want to find a better way to like, I started putting mine in binders and then I put the binders in like a nice display and then with all the Pokemon stuff around it as well. So it like looks like a little Pokemon card. It's in the other, one of my other rooms. I'll have to show yeah. it one of these days, but uh, you know, cause I, I was like, wait, I want to display these. And I was like, how the hell do I, what do I do with cards? I was like, I was like shook. I was like for a minute there, I was like, what, what do I do with these? I was like, I have all these cards now. And I'm like, how do I make these palatable or like a part of my, my, you know, because when I collect, I want my displays to look interesting and I want them to be something that I enjoy when I look at it. So it has been tough because they're part of it. Is, it's genuinely a gambling addiction, to be honest. Like it, it's literally like you just get this, you get this thrill when you pull that card and you see that Charizard, right, Henry? And yeah. you see that, you see that card worth $500. I'm lucky, and, uh, baby. Okay. Yeah. I'm lucky. Yes. Kenny, Kenny well, pulled my, I'm one for one. All the drugs. Oh, the like it's like, it's yes. euphoric. You know, it's like, like oh, <laughs> I don't know, but the closest thing to cards that I get is just like these. Oh, those are cool, though. Those are so cool. Those are cool. Oh, those are dope. Yeah, yeah with the fame. See, that's a Reshkigal. So, this is, uh, it, you know, it's part of like the yeah. game, like, yeah. game where you, you know, right. Yeah. All right. But even with this, I don't know how to display it. Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I still. Yeah, that's something I'm still sitting out. What I've started doing, Leslie, is literally I have Pokemon binders that are Pokemon themed, and then I have them display like the binders displayed with like figures and boxes and Pokemon like the because you know all the Pokemon stuff comes in like tins or like boxes. So I've used those to like build the display around the binders. So you would still have to like pull the binder out and like look in it to look at the cards themselves, but the binders are Pokemon themed. I don't know. That's the only way I could think to do it for now. Um, Leslie is so annoyed with the amount of tins that I have. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Some of them, how many tins do you have? Some of them you I have to throw away. Don't worry, babe. I'll fix it. Okay. I'll he put never all my fixes tins them. Away. I end up fixing them, and then he <laughs> just, 
because he's like, why are you hiding my stuff? But your face stuff gets, you know, the presence of the room. And I'm like, stop. Like, and then you see me going like, hey, babe, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to Walmart. What are you going to do? Uh, just browse. Just browse. <laughs> <laughs> it's never just browsing. Yes, it's I never back with ten packs. Like, uh, yeah. Honestly, when I opened, I opened the new set yesterday. Uh, got and I pulled something great. I pulled a pretty good card. Uh, we'll have a YouTube video on it. Uh, hopefully very soon. I already started editing it. So, um, but the new pack is really, really fun, Henry. I know you probably shouldn't buy it, but Vivid Voltage is a blast, dude. It's uh, the card. The card artwork is it's beautiful. I really like the whole set. Such good cards in the V cards, the V maxes, the rainbows. So, I mean, my, one of my favorite Pokemon waifus has a card in it and that's Nessa. And oh my God, she is so, she's so, um, so I don't know. So I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm like, Robin chill. It's like, Oh, oh bless you, Nico, Robin. Um, I have to go back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, I, I'd be like, your wall right there behind you <laughs> um robin's my true waifu forever and always though so you're right um <laughs> okay i'm sorry i know that we've yeah on. no this is wanna... this is good content <laughs> i did want to say something yeah. because i actually saw this and it's a, it's like mm -hmm. a topic of controversy within the one piece world mm -hmm. and it goes with robin and mm. so apparently there's fans that are upset about her new world appearance and how light her skin color is. Yeah. And people get mad because they say, I really like the Robin from, you know, like the past arc aren't uh, Robin, yeah. where she's like very like tanned and, and you yeah. know, her hair. And honestly, I love that one more than I love this Robin. It's yeah. just something about that style that just like, I just love the whole Western kind of yeah, like the cowboy one. Yeah. yeah amazing. But I do like it. But I, there was like controversy with that where it was like, man, I want her back like that. Like, I people were like, did she just get rid of her tan or whatever? <laughs> that is a thing, yeah. right? And I mean, they were in Alabasta, the the desert kingdom. <laughs> she got yeah, sucked. Then, she got yeah. burned. And did she? No. Did she spend like two years in the in, you know winter? Though. People were yeah. actually freaking out. Like, yeah. genuinely, they were it, like, what? I want to go back to that Robin. And it's like you have to understand, two years passed. She's yeah. not gonna look the same. Yeah. yeah. To my understanding. Bit with crocodiles, so you know, yeah, yeah, and nothing but sun, literally. So, like, boys, <laughs> correct me if yeah. you guys know more, boys, because uh, I, I have a little bit of insight about this, but just from what I've read, I mean, I don't know much beyond it. But to my understanding, um, and you can actually go kind of quality check this, but when Oda first drew Robin in the manga, he actually drew her very fair skinned in the color versions that he would do. And he drew oh. her as very light skinned, but it seems like there was some sort of miscommunication between the anime team and uh, Oda. And so the anime team actually darkened her skin in the initial in their initial version because they assumed, most likely because of the way he drew her, that she was supposed to be yeah. someone that was not uh, Japanese, you know, like someone that, especially, I mean, look at the way he draws her nose, her facial features, you know, he draws her in a different way. And so I think there was a miscommunication and the anime team decided to run with it. And they're like, hey, we're going to make her dark skin. But at some point, Oda got back with them and was like, hey... Um, when you guys jump to the new world, can you correct this? Like, I, I don't want her to, I want her to be more fair skinned. Um, and so they went with that decision and they ran with it, it despite the community's outcry. You know, we, we liked the decision to, to make her um, more tan, to give her some sort of character, especially because Oda's given her a nationality. He's actually given all the, the main crew a nationality and it would have fit with that 
I'm trying to remember, maybe Brazilian or something like that. I'm trying to remember what he gave uh, Robin's actual nationality. I'll have to look it up. Um, but, you know, he get it's just like Usopp, you know, like Usopp's supposed to be from Africa. Like that, if if it was like a real life yeah. world, he claims like Usopp's character would be from Africa um, and Zoro would be from Japan. Like he he's given them sort of thought into that. So I don't know why. I, I've always wondered maybe if Oda just didn't like that direction and he was just, you know, if that was what it was or if the anime team just was like, eh, let's lighten her up. I don't know. Maybe they wanted to make her more appealing to the Japanese audience, which is something I also thought about. Um, and over time, Oda has, to be honest, I think Robin has had the most like, like Oda has like given her the most disservice. Like she started as such a wonderful character that had such depth, especially with her backstory. And then slowly she's kind of been sidelined as sort of the back of the back of the crew. Like, you know, um, he has not given her any opportunities since then. She doesn't fight. She doesn't, uh, she, she pretty much just exists as a means for them to get the pwn glyphs. And that's like, I think that's disappointing because she was given such a rich history. And then the arc, you know, when you watch water seven, Robin becomes this like per, you know, she, she's so humanized. And then it's like, right after that, she just fades into the background of the crew. And despite the fact that, you know, even characters like Brooke and Frankie in the later arcs have gotten depth in depth moments. I mean, when you watch Brooke, when you watch Brooke face off with big mom in the whole cake Island arc, it's it's chilling. I mean, that's such a big moment for Brooke. Even Nami has had these characters. And Robin has just been so fucking mistreated, okay? I just get so sad. I get flamed up when I realize that Oda just has, like, totally given up on her. And I don't know why. Nobody knows why. I mean, if I think he felt like he gave up on Sanji. And then all of a sudden, Sanji gets this incredible arc so in the late game. You know, like, yeah. Whole Cake Island oh. gave Sanji a whole new renaissance of a character. And, um has given him even more depth going into in, in Wayno. And I'm just like, come on, like Oda, give us something for Robin. Like she can do more than just exist as like the, the reader of the pwn glyphs, you know, I don't know. Later, basically. Maybe yes. she'll get more as they get closer to, I hope so. Um, I hope Ripley. so. I hope yeah, so. And, and I'm about to say she's involved with the, um, with the revolutionaries, with Luffy's dad with the revolutionaries. Yes, she does yeah. have that sort of character development. But yeah, I don't know. I I definitely like Brown. I, I like Tan Robin. I, I mean, I, I I like Tan Robin. I think she was. I think she was more appealing. I I think that as a character, she just yeah. Like I don't know. Like she kind of gives people. You know, having someone on the main crew that's darker skinned to me like would have gone a long way. And the fact that they decided to make her more fair skinned is pretty odd i mean they do have a skeleton and a fish man so like you know there's some diversity there but uh, a robot. uh <laughs> but yeah a robot and, yeah. you know but uh i still wish i think that's having someone so i'm I, i'm really curious what they're going to do with the live action adaptation of it with the the diversity of the casting yeah look yeah it's coming henry whether we want it or not it's coming i don't know if i want to watch that or not yeah <laughs> whether whether we want it or not, it's going to happen, and we can't stop it. It's already been written. It's been written and post-production, and supposedly there's already behind this. That it's happening, and I don't know what. And uh, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm curious to see what they do with that as well. But that is such. Robin is my everything in the entire world, and I will never not cry when uh Jaguar D. Saul dies. I I will never not feel so emotionally impacted by um her because she was just this. You know, like the circumstance led to her being coming. I love her story because her circumstance is what led her to becoming a villain. 
but then realizing that she can change her circumstance and like her desire to move beyond that is one of my favorite stories because, you know, she goes from villain to uh, joining the crew, but then having to sort of redeem that experience. Uh, And so I hate that Oda has not given her more, you know, now she, now she's walking tits essentially, which is like, maybe I'm okay with sometimes, but, um, (laughs) you know, like, I I mean, I obviously, yeah, I love her a lot, but yeah. She's my, and, and my everyday. Like, the last time I saw Robin do something mm-hmm. like epic was whenever she uh-huh. was protecting uh, Rebecca. You know yes. I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Such a good moment. And then you see kind of uh, Rebecca run to Kiros. And then mm-hmm. you see um, you, like the camera pans and you see Robin's back. Like yeah. all blood. And she's just smiling. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like she doesn't care that she's hurt. Like she's smiling because that she was protected. A- Somebody that she, you know, she became yeah. part of it. You know? Yeah. So I thought that was mm. epic, and then to kind of go now where, where we're at, and it's just yeah. like, wait, you're in one piece. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I see her now. It's like, and, and I hate that because, like you said, she, she's such mm. an in-depth character that yeah. deserves more in-depth dialogue. Yeah. And, and you know, just just parts with yeah. what's going on. I so. do think that Oda has gotten to the point where he, unfortunately, has fleshed out so many characters that like. He, he is struggling to still continue, like, the you know, like, right now, in the current arc in the manga, we're, you know, we were just introduced to a new, I don't want to spoil it too much, but, you know, the character that we all just met, um, if you are reading the manga, uh, you know, what was yeah. it, like, ten chapters ago, that character is already getting a lot of depth um, as a character, but then we've also got yeah. Drake's, Drake's story, which is playing out in the background of what's happening right now as well and us having to deal with that. But then on top of that, Zoro and Sanji and Luffy are also being developed while we also, the entire Izakaya, the entire Odin's whole, they're each getting small plot development as well. Well, And I'm like, it's crazy because I'm like, shit, like how is Oda going to continue to balance? You know, now we know, especially after uh, Odin's uh, flashback arc that was like, how long, like 15, 20 chapters long. And I was like, there's so much, Oda just, is, I, I can only imagine it's just going to get harder and harder for him to give time and attention to every character. But I do wish that, you know, this is his main crew. Like, give them... Like, I get it. Side characters are fun. I love to learn that Senior Pink's baby is the reason he dresses like a baby. Beautiful story. But uh, I just want... I want him to remember that he, he picked main characters for a reason. And that we need... Right. Like, we are invested in those characters. And that we, you know, he shouldn't completely... Sh- overshadow them just to give us all these side characters i love the side characters oda is a master at building up characters to make you care about them um yeah. but damn like i yeah i love i i'm gonna Hello. rant for too long like, yeah. Come on. yes she does <laughs> <laughs> for like two episodes and i'm over here like crying and i'm like how like I yes can't. I was- <laughs> so crazy through rivers of tears crazy True. crazy can i say one more thing though okay yes with something that also annoys me and i know henry i've asked him questions and it's just so crazy because how do we not know like zoro's true backstory like do you think it will touch do you think it'll stay like that because it's still i think that's what wano is for i think it's about kanji and we've known yeah i mean think about it luffy's luffy's backstory alone which we knew a lot about he got a whole brand new arc about his backstory 400 500 chapters in and yeah. you know i was like god damn like what where did this come from? but it was so it was so cool to see it because we had had these inklings you know we met ace we watched ace die yeah. 
And then it was like, oh, look, there was more to this history and story, even though we it was already we were already invested. And now we got uh, that depth. And Sanji's character just went through that same transformation to me. It was like Sanji was an in-depth character, but now he is even more fleshed out by getting more to the reasoning behind why. So I think Zoro's next. In my mind, it's got to it's got to be next. Right. Zoro's backstory is development in Wano. Remember, he got a new story. He got Enma. So he pretty much inherited a little bit of. Yes. Odin's will there, mm-hmm. you know, actually yeah. getting the sword. So I definitely feel we're gonna find out at least who we Zoro's parents are. Yeah. Or where yes. they come or from. Or any connection. And I have him. a feeling he has a connection to Wano somehow. Yeah, he's got to, yeah. right? Because all we know about Zoro now is that he was a young kid, he was rambunctious, he trained in a dojo, he got super strong, his friend fell down some stairs and died. Um he promised he was gonna be the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You heard that controversy, right, Jerry? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, by her father. Yeah, I'm like, oh, she fell down the stairs. Fell down the stairs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, whoops. <laughs> so you know, and then you know, Dead. then he, you know, says I'm going to be the best swordsman. Seeks out Mihawk. We we know a little bit about when he was a uh, mercenary or whatever, and he worked with Johnny and Yosaku. We got a little bit of that, and then essentially leads to where we met him in the story. So. Uh, there's definitely more depth there that is missing. Like, how the hell did he end up in this dojo? Like, what was his, uh, you know, where was he at before that? Where were his parents? Yeah. Where the hell, you know, like, there's got to be more there. And I think Oda is getting us there. I think it's finally time. I think he's about to do it. I, I think it could happen the next, like, I think it happened around the next 20, 30 chapters. I think we could see it happening. Yeah. So. I pretty much agree with everything you said. Yeah. But <laughs> I still have faith in Oda. I don't know. Some, he does... Uh, I, that's why I said if he needs to take his time, he needs to take his time. Like, yeah. Just flesh it all out, you know, do it really good because there's so many fans, so many people expecting great things, and we're just all wondering how is he gonna do this? Yeah. You know, everybody's speculating also, like saying this. He'll find a way. He'll find a way. He'll find yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah. If you had told me, if you had told me all these years ago when I became a super fan of One Piece that One Piece would be the last one standing between Naruto, Bleach, and One Piece, and that it would yeah. be the biggest anime and manga essentially in the world, like you would have never convinced me, you know, like I was a super fan. I remember being in eighth grade and my buddy and I, we raced, we literally, we found the four kids dub. We didn't like it. So we downloaded all of the subtitled version and we raced to see who could finish it first. Um, and we watched it every single day as long as we could. And I fell in love with it. And it's crazy. Cause like I read the manga, I watched the anime. I, you know, it became, and it's, it's weird that, as an eighth grader and now like my wife and I watch it every week. Like that's a weird thing to say, like that this series has been with me for so long. And yeah, you could have never convinced me that one piece would be the one that had this immaculate of storytelling and this massive world. I obviously knew it as a kid. Cause I was crying when chopper, when I saw the doctor, you know, sacrifice. Himself. Hill, oh bro. my God. You know, yeah. do- that's like one of those first moments where I went, I went, Oh my God, this show is Brilliant. Um, okay. When you watch Dr. Healy. But, but can we talk about Bong Clay's? Like, I know he's still See, alive, but Bong Clay. He's got to still be alive. He has to, right? Please. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's what I was going to oh, say. Oda, Oda just finds ways. There's Bong Clay. You know, he was introduced yeah. in Alabasta. Then Hated we see him, him again and now in like, Info Down. Yeah. Same thing with Buggy. You know, we mm-hmm. saw him at the very beginning of One Piece. He was mm-hmm. like the hey. big villain in a way. And then we see him again. And pretty much in pull down as well, and then the rest yeah. of Marine Ford. Yeah. And then he becomes a 
Buggy, I don't understand like Buggy. Yeah, answer. nobody does. Kenny has no, a question. Wait, wait, wait. Kenny has a question for you, Henry. He has a question. Buggy's fruit is the chop chop fruit, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Bar yeah. bar no me. Yeah. That's the chop chop fruit. So it makes his body break apart. So I just have question. Um, why can Buggy fly? Why can he fly, Henry? What? What? <laughs> what about his skill? <laughs> In what world? Why? What? He can't just fly. He can fly significant distances. Like he has he talked fly. about. Like he can like legitimately. And I've been trying to piece it together, but Oda just decided. Huh, I guess if he can split his body apart, he can just fly. Um. <laughs> if, you remember, if, if you remember the explanation of that in Marine Ford, um, it's it's funny the way you get like a devil yeah. because yeah. he can do whatever he yeah, wants. You have to carry his legs. Yeah. And then the way he explains it is if Buggy has his feet on the ground, and they explained oh, it at the yeah, beginning. Oh, yeah, that's true. They, it does. they explained at the beginning of how yeah. it always has like a little mini explanation. All right, this person has the yami yami no me or the gum gum uh, right. fruit, this and that. Yeah. And, uh, and but yeah, there's always like a butt or this and that. Yeah. But, yeah. So like, if he keeps his feet on the ground, mm -hmm. if his body gets chopped up, pretty much the the other members of his body can float. Right. Yeah. He can float. Yeah. Have to be, like, on but his the legs ground. have to be, his feet his have feet. to be on yeah. the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I know. Really makes, sense. makes sense. But Mr. Three would carry his feet around. Oh yeah, yeah. There's one it, part where Luffy carried his feet when they're running through yeah, and fell down. Carry their feet. His feet around. See, it's can't. like a certain, it's like a certain distance, like his yeah. body yeah. Is separate. What does, what does, but what does an awakened, yeah, but what does an awakened <laughs> version of Buggy's fruit look like? I've been thinking about yeah. too. Is he gonna be able to chop other things up like Law's fruit almost? Like <laughs> what? That'd be dope though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I'm about to say. He would be able to like mince yeah. and chop, and which would be. Uh, it kind of sounds like it would be really powerful if he could Does, utilize it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm worried about it a, a yeah. bit. Like, I feel kind of worried. Yeah. That, that's the thing. Like, I know we were talking about, like, fleshing out characters, stuff like mm -hmm. that. Like, for example, um, I feel Robin like, – I love Robin, too. But I feel like we did get – because Robin was introduced in Alabasta. Yep. And then in Water 7 – you know, we got something amazing with Robin. It's kind yeah. of like she was a lot of backstory. Her arc yeah. happened. Yeah, she got her arc. Yeah. 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 I know you're a mega fan, so you want yeah. more Robin. So yes. I, I think anybody <laughs> who like who loves One Piece and loves her character wants more Robin. I think. Yeah. You yeah. know, especially how she's being done right now, you just crave more of her. Mm -hmm. I want more Hancock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Boa. Boa. Look at Kitty. Kitty's got it. Kitty loves Boa. Oh my God. <laughs> That's crazy. That's boa. crazy. That's beautiful. I, I think that like, I think we'll get yeah. more boa. I think boa is definitely going to be more yeah, flesh. She She's going to have more moment. I I yeah. fully expect that. I know yeah, boa and Luffy are going to get married. So. Oh, I want God. them to get like I want them together so, and I know it might not happen because the romance is the adventure. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> so I. I want them to like get together and it's, yes. it's something that I want so bad within like any anime. Like I would put mm -hmm. that on top. Of, like, I think Oda will, I think he'll at least yeah. bless us with some sort of like in the end, like Boa and Luffy, like even if it's just like an epilogue shot of them, I think he's going to imply that they end up together. You know what I mean? Like I could say, like, I think it's got to happen. Like that. He has to do it. I yes. think he's following the footsteps as Roger. So, you know, mm -hmm. Roger ended up with Rude. Rouge, yep. you know, so, but I still feel like they're the kind of characters where they're so focused on the adventure. They're so focused yeah. on their mission to find one piece. Right. 
or the mysteries of the world, et cetera, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. To have the greatest adventure of all time. Yep. And I think secondary to them is romance. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I can tell you yeah. Like, like way in the background yeah all right we have done guys we've gone we've gone for a long time and i knew one piece was going to get us there once we started i was like uh oh we are on the one piece track now so <laughs> this has turned into the fate podcast and then also partially a one piece podcast which is great uh because obviously we're we're super fans of one piece and we know yeah, you guys yeah. are as well so this was perfect to talk about one piece like that but i want to make sure that we wrap up kenny i think we'll save an unraveled for next time i think oh, we've unraveled no. Yeah, we'll save it for next time. We've, we've um, unraveled quite a bit. <laughs> we've unraveled a lot of stuff today. So, um, uh, but I want to just say thank you again, Henry Leslie. You guys are a joy. Obviously, I love you know I love talking to you guys. Uh, uh, you know, for the last couple months, and you know, getting to know you over the last year or two has been wonderful. Um, really great uh, people, and you guys, everyone listening to this, you probably already sub to Nakama, but if not, go follow him. Go follow them on social medias. You know, they are wonderful. They make wonderful content about fate, obviously, right now. But more to come, I'm sure. And uh, they are just wonderful, fantastic. And we had a joyous conversation with them today. This was a blast. I am so happy that we were able to make this happen. Um, but yes, if you guys can, you know, like, comment, subscribe to us here on the Uncensored Anime Podcast. We are available now on all listening platforms. So uh, go check us out over there if you want to just listen to this podcast and not watch it on YouTube. It's more fun watching it. That's why we do a video podcast because you get to see all of this um, that happens here. Um, but if you are not wanting to watch it on the video, uh, definitely check us out on our listening platforms. Other than that, guys, um, we are so grateful to all of you for coming back and listening to us again. And uh, we want to thank you so much. And we hope you stick with us and stick with the Unsearched Anime Podcast as we continue to bring out more content and more wonderful stuff that you guys will enjoy. So, uh, Henry, Leslie, what we do at the end of every episode is we throw up uh, just a peace sign and we say peace. So uh, if you guys want to join us in that, um, thank you guys for listening. And peace! Peace!